this wild hair up my ass that I, I, you know, I don't know if you have it, but there's maybe you probably don't considering that you had this laptop that you didn't use for years, <laughs> but there's the pile of old technology, right? You know, the old computer, for some reason you never got rid of it. And the, the old external drive and the old keyboard and the old mouse. And then the 500 other wires to things that like don't even have connectors like that anymore. Right. Right. So I got this wild hair up my ass about <laughs> an hour and a half ago. Where I'm like, you know, I used to like try to make music when I didn't really know how to make music about 10 years ago. Yeah. And uh, I'd be doing it on the computer because I didn't have uh, recording equipment or any of that understanding. So I would try to, you know, use these programs that were on my computer or people would give me a program. I'm like, I'm going to find that music. Where Where did that music go? And that is like burrowing a hole into your skull. Yeah. No, I have a headache just the moment you mentioned that. I've been in similar situations, like either going through like the notebooks, like I mentioned before, that just get stacked up. And you're like, I had that one thing, that one idea I wrote down. It was really good. I remember it was in a black notebook. So I have to go through the 800 black notebooks that you have. But yeah, it's just... Within 20 minutes, you're just you have like a stress strain headache. Yeah, it starts. You're sweating. Yeah, no, <laughs> nauseous. You don't know why you're nauseous. You're holding your breath. Yeah, it starts out simple. Like I was like, oh, you, I'll just I'll bring in. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I had an old external drive, and I mean this this is the kind of old external drives where you plug it into the computer, but you also had to plug it into the wall. Oh, ooh. <laughs> and it had like a, you know it's foreign to me, bro. It stood up on end and, you know, it was like a little lunchbox. Like, <laughs> Did you have to, like, get in position and wind it, you know, like a I, like you know, tractor? I was worried because it's a physical drive. I was like, what if it just simply <laughs> doesn't this drive? It doesn't work anymore? What if it doesn't spin? What if it just sits there and goes clack, clack? Yeah, yeah. So I brought it in and I plugged it in and it worked and it, uh, it showed up, but it wouldn't let me open it. And so I'm like, well, I wonder if I can repair this. And I repaired it and let me open it and I wiped it before I put it out there. There's nothing on it. <laughs> but now I'm going, hmm, well, if I wiped it, then I must have thought I had those files somewhere else. <laughs> so then I bring in the old Mac Mini and I put that on my desk. But of course, because it's a separate computer, now I need to plug it into my monitor. Right. Which, but it's not HDMI, it's you know, how many pins was it? 12 pins or whatever, where I have to flip the monitor on its face and then screw the thing into the back. And now I'm starting to sweat <laughs> and I, I get it plugged in and I'm like, Oh, I need input devices because it's not going to pick up these Bluetooth, you know, mouse and keyboard I have here. So then I'm, I'm out back out in the garage. I'm digging, I'm digging and I find a wireless mouse and I'm like, okay, here's the thing that you have to plug into the back to send out the signal. I'm trying to remember. You know how all this stuff works. And then here's the mouse. I just have to put batteries in it. So I bring those in and that works. I'm like, okay. Awesome. Computer boots up. I will say one thing about old Macs. It is a... It, it's been out there for like 10 years. So it's probably a 15, 16-year-old Mac. It still works perfectly. 
<laughs> so it works in some ways better than the computer I'm using right now. Um, so I boot it up and everything, and then um, I'm like, okay, I'm, let me open this. And I, I find two or three of the files. I'm really excited. Oh, I, I, I did leave some here. And I'm trying to remember how the old file system works and everything, you know, because it's like, you think things haven't changed that much. They've changed drastically. <laughs> so then I get to a certain point where I'm like, oh, it's on, it's, there's a thing called aliases. And this, I have to remember this stuff. And alias was like, you told it to look somewhere. You, it would be like a clickable file, but it was actually just a reroute. It's like a detour. Yeah, so you, you can hide all your porn. Yeah, exactly. But you, or you would like have, you could hide, um, or you could put applications on another disk, mm. but the computer would think it's on the main disk. I mean, it was years since I had to think about this stuff. So I'm like, oh, I, I guess I need to find the drive that this is clicking to. And it's like this old thing that I have out there and I bring it in. And I, I mean, the thing, it, it was a router slash hard drive. I think they call it a time capsule. Um, but it's huge. It's like twice as big as the mini. So now I've got this thing in here. Now I've got, you know, I've got uh, the monitor plugged into the mini, the mini plugged into the mouse connector, the mouse sitting next to the mouse connector. Now I've got this other drive plugged in and I have to connect to that. Now I have to remember the password. And I'm going, somehow I'm remembering all this stuff. It's really weird. And I get on there and I'm like, oh, um, I have to, it wants a password, which I'm, I have a good guess. Oh, I have to find a keyboard. But it can't be a wireless keyboard. I have to find a wired keyboard because I'm not going to be able to. Those set up. don't exist anymore. I had one buried in a box, believe it or not. I mean, there's like of course, of course you did. tobacco stains and like oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> uh, phlegm and who knows what else, uh, hair and everything on it. Mm. Um, so I build a whole new chat off that. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't want to bring that chat back to life. <laughs> <laughs> so I bring it in and uh, finally, and now. Uh, I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the setup. It's all ready to go. It's going. And I'm like, holy shit, this is so cool. There's fucking wires everywhere. I'm like, things really have gotten easier. <clears throat> have they though? Oh, <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of shit plugged in right now, but a lot of shit plugged in right now because I have an external drive. Yeah. And I have this, you know, the focus right scarlet for the XLR connection. Gotta love that focus right. Yep. Microphone. Yep. So, I mean, if I wasn't recording audio, all I'd have in front of me is a keyboard, a wireless keyboard, a wireless mouse, and a monitor. Mm. So I guess, yeah, it definitely has. Right, to an extent, I guess. But now you see with all that stuff why I didn't get into all this computer stuff. It just, that's too, that's, no, that's... You know, what's funny is I used to take that shit places with me. I I, I still see people doing that. That was an easy setup. (laughs) Jeez. I'll never, I'll never forget the first time I went into like a public place, like a restaurant or coffee shop, and saw a man with a full, like, monitor, like tower computer, like the whole set. Like, <laughs> sir, you comes know, in I, with his cart. <laughs> come on, man! And you're like taking up the entire like the one because back then, you know, that was prior to places kind of organizing and aesthetically setting up to be accommodating for people that are going to be working on the computers or, you know, spreading out because before it was just, you'd spread out your books and, but this dude's just taken up, you know, one of the three tables, most of the chairs. It's like, what are you doing? You gaming? You coding? You don't need, do that at home. I've seen people, not like that, but on laptops, gaming and Starbucks. And I'm like, 
I don't want to be a dick, but I'm like, that's kind of pathetic. Like, yeah. you know, like not because you're gaming totally, whatever you want to game or whatever, but it's like, are you so addicted to that game that you have to play in Starbucks? Like you're in public. Like, I don't know. It's, I mean, maybe, maybe that's acceptable. I just think it's weird. Maybe not pathetic, but it's weird. No, but it's also, it's, it's inconsiderate. You know, it's like just kind of feeling like your your place in the world. The rest of the world needs to be accommodating to you, right? You don't need to be accommodating to the rest of them. I don't know. As you know, I had a, a roommate, a different type of person in college who was from India, and he was a well, technically, he was a sweet mate, but I don't think anybody cares about that differentiation there. Um, How sweet was he? He was a Jain and instead of a Hindu. And I didn't know anything. I'd never heard of Jainism before in my life. And basically, the way that he explained it to me, me having not studied it, uh, Jains are vegetarians, mm-hmm. and but they also don't eat garlic or onions. Oh, that's a um, existence. So basically, the way he explained it is the theory is um, if you eat an onion, you kill the whole plant. Um, whereas if you eat an apple, the tree still lives. You're just eating something off of it. So that was the differentiation for them. But is there studies to prove this? Uh, to prove what? That apples <laughs> don't, eating an apple doesn't kill a tree? Or that eating an onion does? Well, the bulb, you're eating well, the bulb. Yeah. So the whole but I mean, dead. there's still, you can still get remnants. Like you can continue to grow. I'm pretty sure if you have part of that. If you have part, possibly, I don't know. Yeah. To be honest. But yeah, yeah, I mean, the theory is basically is you're eating the plant instead of the fruit of the plant. Yeah, true. I mean, that's the same with potatoes. Did he eat potatoes? No. Oh. I was trying to find a flaw in his plan. No. Uh, So basically, he. what's really cool about at least um, his form of Jainism was... Mm -hmm. So there's a a guru... um, like a, I guess his family was fairly... He came from the west coast of India, which I guess is at least the area he was in is pretty affluent. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they knew like this holy man personally in the family. And uh, the guy had told him, he says, you're going to America for school. He says, start eating garlic and onions. And he's like, well, we're not allowed to. And he's like, when you go over there, you're going to have trouble finding food that doesn't have garlic and onions in it. So you better get used to stomaching it now. Hmm. And I, I thought that was really cool because, you know, like uh, the way I grew up, I grew up Catholic. So everything was either good or a sin. You know? yeah, so no, yeah. yeah, There was no gray area like that. So I thought that was really cool. And then one time he had explained to me, I don't want to go off on this too long, but one time he did explain to me, he's like, people choose the way he had understood it or the way it explained to him yeah. was people choose the levels of how far they want to follow the religion. Okay. Like I, I choose to believe this rule and follow this rule and this rule and this rule, but right. the 45, I don't. Mm. Um, or I'm strict and I follow them all. I don't know how that works logistically, obviously, but I thought that yeah. was interesting as well. Yeah. So we, we, the reason I brought it up, we went to McDonald's one time. And at the time, you know, it's like uh, 2000. There's no, not even 2000. It was 97. Um, there's no vegetarian options in McDonald's. Yeah, so, they had the fillet of fish. That was it. He goes. <laughs> he goes make rib and orders a cheeseburger with no burger. So it's okay. bread. Yeah, grilled cheese. cheese yeah, cheese. Uh, and what I thought was really cool about it was it didn't even he didn't even skip a beat. 
And I said, doesn't it bug you that they don't have anything for you on the menu? He's like, no, this place isn't made for me. Mm. And he's like, so I adjust. And I've always remembered that. It's like, yes, you should adjust and not expect people to adjust things to you. It's yeah on a on a grand scale like that like a yes. huge corporate chain that has been doing its thing since long before it was more common for vegetarians to come walking in the door you know right back when when that shit started and burgers were ten cents or fifteen cents or whatever it was or a nickel um that there was no vegetarians walking in the door and if there were there were you know fury few and far between um so yeah no there has to be a level of understanding that you can take the whole thing of too far. It's like, well, you know, we should be accommodating to everyone. Yeah, we should be, but don't expect something that's gotten too big and too out of hand of what it is, especially at that point in time where it wasn't, you know, like I said, not prevalent enough. Well, um, yeah. In an ideal world, a business would want to accommodate as many people as they can and actually yeah. want to do that. Right. But the people going in would also not expect them to do it. Yeah. And understand that, you know, that mutual it's, respect. But it's, yeah, it's nice to have that idea and feel and like want that you're, you know, if you're a, a, a smaller um, portion of the population or you have, you know, specific needs and all that. Um, yeah, obviously, handicapped people, this doesn't, this is not part of this conversation. Not Very at all. different. Very obviously, different. if you're in a wheelchair, you should be able to go to the bathroom. Oh, of course. Yeah, else. no. 100%. Totally different. I don't, I don't mean to include that. I just want yeah. people to understand. Exactly. Um, now you threw me off. Accommodation. Right. Um, you can, you know, we can want those things and have that, you know, I've, but know that if it's not there, like don't get so bent out of shape about it where people are going to like freak out and start a petition or, you know, boycott or go, I'm going to go write a Yelp review. These assholes, how dare they? They didn't have my oat milk. It's like, well, did they ever have any kind of milk before that? No, but they should have it because I want it. How do you milk an oat? It's not that's yeah. There's no milk teat, oat teat. Uh, I'd like to see a photo of that. <laughs> nipples kind of look like oats. Yeah, but what that would be a nipple with a nipple. I'll whip something up for you. I'll send it or over later. A scab with a nipple. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. Bad good conversations. Thing, good thing we only drink during <laughs> this episode, not eat. I'm gonna eat next time. I just had some barbecue beans. Oh Lord! Yeah, we're gonna have rumble, rumble from no, the I'm not, <laughs> from the jungle. No, I'm not feeling anything right now. Gut <laughs> problems. We're good. I, I dealt with my gut problems earlier today. Mm. Uh, I am bloated though. I am like a pregnant three. Probably I'm looking at like three months right now. Mm, that's the beans right there. That's the fiber. Oh, no, it was before I even ate the beans. Oh no, I got stomach problems, bro. I tell you. Oh yeah, you and Lamb, Lamb too. He gets the stomach aches. Yeah, it's just all out of nowhere. It's like, you know, I can wake up and I'm not saying that I have the flattest stomach in the world, but it'll be, you know, I'll be proportioned. And then within like 20 minutes, I drink like a couple sips of water. Boom. I'm a water balloon. And it's I pressure. And I can feel it. It's like I can't. It's I try to bend over to like tie my shoes and like I can't breathe because the pressure. It's like I got a basketball in oh. my fucking. And I'm just, like, <laughs> and wow. I come back, you know, I don't know. I got to get a look. I don't necessarily get the pressure. I just get. Where it's like, oh, it's it's receded today. And then, you know, I eat like two or three things. It's nothing like big meals or anything. And I look and I'm like, holy crap. Where, where did that come from? Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. 
And it's like, I can't find any rhyme or obviously I need to go speak to a professional, someone that knows a thing or two about this. Like, but I try to do my own, like, well, if I eat this and it happens, okay, then I do it again. It doesn't happen. So it's not that there's something else. There's something else to, at play. Yeah. It's like people you know, with yeah. the celiac. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I I, yeah. Maybe I've got something like bread that. Or something. I don't know, man. I'm a mess. Or what's that? What's that other one? The, the, uh, the yeast. There's one with yeast that you get. It's like an yeast, yeast overgrowth. Mm. I forget what it's called. Oh, well. I don't think people give a shit. No. People are listening to this right now just being like, what the fuck are these guys talking about today? Can we turn this off already? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It's in the name. It's just going to get random up on this. Yeah. It's gonna be, it might not always be the most badass of badassery, but the random will always be there for in the forefront. I do two episodes a week. The amount of prep that I do is very minimal. <laughs> <laughs> well, the more prep I do, I used to do a lot of prep um, in this re- in this revival of the show when Lamb and I started doing it again yeah. last year. I would do a lot of prep, but at a certain point, it stopped being enjoyable because I was just reading stuff to Lamb. Yeah, no, you're you already know what like. There's no surprise or you know unexpected. Um, things coming up it's you you know what's going to be happening and you're just following a script and then it's it, it just feels not not uh forced but uh well, forced is a good word too it yeah. forced and false and fucked and non-random that's for sure oh yeah and you're just falsely advertising yeah now i just throw together like three or four notes and then if i look at it and i don't remember what it means <laughs> then yeah. i can't talk about it no, yeah it's funny because <laughs> i was discussing um the show with uh um, Drew the other night, um, mm-hmm. and because he he brought up you know our last episode and like yeah man he started talking about you know specific points and He's talking about Tatiana <laughs> yeah no I don't think we discussed Tatiana <laughs> I don't think we brought that up um, but she's always there she's always around um, I did slide the phrase Tatiana into casual conversation some. <laughs> sometime earlier last week or mid last week um definitely got a couple of like raised eyebrows and like stops just like did that okay it like if because it fit and no one in that context could argue it um but i definitely there was a few like when i was off to the side kind of like did he stuff? You know, you just know that they're having a little discussion, like having to recap what just happened. Anyway, <laughs> um, and I've tried listening to that song a few times now. It's awful. I can't get past. No, it's that guy cannot. I don't even. Is he trying to rap? I don't know what he's I, doing. I it's know. bad, and the lyrics are just fucking terrible too. It, no, it's just it's. You know, and I'm all for. I like, almost put our show notes, but I was embarrassed by it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our like guilty pleasure songs or songs that's like we're like we know we shouldn't like this but i like this and mm-hmm. um I, I can't i can't have that be one of them i tried to let it be one of them i just can't do it no it's um, not good enough but i mean that's just for me you know yeah wrecking balls miley cyrus you can have that one I, or I, you can have that one i thought that I, was your song oh i just i like the video <laughs> <laughs> Okay, back to Drew. Back to Drew. Yeah, no, yeah. So we were just talking about the show, and he was kind of like, "Yeah, you know, like making a point that I, I kind of talked more than um, than you did." And well, I was adjusting. Like, well, yeah, well, just because the point was like the first, you know, our first recording. 
I was just kind of getting a feel for what we're doing and just kind of going with it and letting it be its thing. And then last time, I actually, you know, had a few things that I had like jotted down notes. And it's like, these are points that if we get to them, like you said, talk about it, if not, great. So I kind of was focusing on the points that I had had in my brain leading up to it. And uh, I feel like that's kind of where... Um, because it's like when you have like a project growing up in school and all of a sudden, I think I've talked about this before, but all of a sudden it's like, boom, you you didn't think you could do 20 minutes and now it's 45 minutes in and you've only gotten through like the first 10 years of whoever's fucking life it is. That you're doing. <laughs> you know, the teacher's like, no, no, that's, you did great. You had fun. No, but I got more to say. It's like you just start rambling. You start going. I haven't got to the end yet. Yeah. I do it all the time. I haven't talked about the first time they did heroin. Um. Oh, that was a painful burp. I'm very sorry. Mm, I didn't even was, hear it. Oh, it was silent, but caught in my throat. Um, okay, I felt it. Carry on, carry on, carry on. Um, I'm just really tossing balls, balls and you're yeah, hitting no, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not they're scoring or you're foul. Just, <laughs> um, so I was just kind of saying, yeah, no. And then it's fun because not having a plan for it and not having like, you know, written down, you know, like trying to write out full on sentences, but just like maybe like one or two words that spark the thought and memory. And then we can ramble off of that is fun. Like tonight, I got nothing, you know, I didn't write anything down. I got a lot of shit bouncing around in my brain, <laughs> but it was more like, well, I want to see if I just, if I don't go in into it that way. And now I've had the experience of both ways of my end doing it. All right, we'll see how this one rolls out. So obviously you, you started off, you know, with your points and I'm just kind of, kind of, kind of here absorbing. So we'll see what a kind of shit I fucking spew out. Well, I think maybe I would say, I would almost say 30 episodes before Lamb and I really hit our stride where we, we understood each other's style and how we were together. Mm. Um, it takes a long time to figure that stuff out. I mean, people think maybe if they haven't done this before, that's really easy. You know, you just come on here and you just talk. Yeah, no. But you know, and I know since we're doing it, that mm-hmm. it's not just you and me talking, that there's also a little voice in the back of our head that's going, remember, people are listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is recorded and this is going to be, you know. You know, that's why sometimes I, I'm always like looping back where I will, I'll start a sentence and then I realized, like, oh, I, I didn't, you know, I had the, the thought began in my head. I didn't say the part that makes what I'm saying make sense. So then I'll loop back. And it's yeah, because yeah. I know that there's an audience. And I'm like, oh, they don't know what I mean. No, yeah. Yeah. And then you do that, too. Like, when you catch the the things when I say that you and I know what I'm talking about. But anybody that doesn't know you, me, or the people that we know, or the places that we live. Right. They're like, oh, well, I have to give context. Yeah, or like uh, why sometimes I will, I'll catch myself saying something and I'm like, oh, I need to clarify that. You know, like earlier when I said, we're not talking about people yeah. handicaps right now because I know that that's what I was thinking. Right. But, you know, the 400 people in some town that I've never heard of that are listening right now don't know that. <laughs> or true. did you listen to the last episode with Lamb? I actually did not get to listen to any of that one yet. Um, okay. Well, it just came well, out today. So um, I know I was just yet. I didn't get to put it on. There is, there's part in there. I won't ruin it for you. And there's a part in there where I say Jeez. something where I'm like, hmm, wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, to be fair, 
because I know that you know you and Lamb have absolutely no control over <laughs> what, what comes out. I don't edit the episodes anyways. Right. But you know, you, I, I put it out and you yeah. guys don't have Which control is, over that. So no. I do the same thing to me. Yeah. I'm I like, mm, wish I hadn't said that, but I did. It's out. <laughs> and that's the risk we take. You know, that's, that's, we, we accept that. And that's, that's what we're doing. That's the whole point of this. I, so I listen to the episodes when they come out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I listen when they edit too. Obviously. But, just because there's been a few times in the past where um, I accidentally put out a file where there was like five minutes of silence at the end, or uh, I'm you know something something was off, or you know there's a noise that I didn't notice. Yeah. So I you know I can that last minute like oh well 140 people already listened to it, but you know everybody after that I can fix it for them. Mm. So anyways, um, when I listened to it today, the thing that I said that I'm like wish I hadn't said that, I laughed. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad I left it in because now it's funny to me. <laughs> well, no, mistakes can can have their um, have their place and uh, kind of take on a whole new identity as time passes. And um, who cares? Let it be. Well, that's one. They're of not all going to be winners. They're all going to be gems. Sometimes you're going to pick a crabby one, right? Tonight you might just get me just. Just being mouthy, or just being quiet, or just being a fucking grump, because plenty of shits fucking throwing my brain off over the past fuck, not even just the past couple hours, just the past couple, however, whatever. It's just you know, it's life, man. This is our little section of life right now, and everything that's led up to this point is just a, you know, it's a cloud, just kind of hovering. I don't know. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I found myself like nodding at my microphone earlier when you were talking. That's the kind of mindset I'm in right now, where I just kind of I was doing like shoulder shrug, shrugs and like expressions, no verbal, nothing, no noises, <laughs> just like as if you're going to be like, yeah, you know, he's 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 getting what I'm saying. He's non-verbally showing me that he's understanding what I'm saying. But it's like, no, I'm like, why am I doing this right now? I I nod all the time, but I think it's good because it keeps me from interjecting too much. Where I'm like, nod, okay, let him let him go. Uh, um but yeah uh but i think if if any if any point has come across or one of many points that are important to me in the more serious conversations in the show Mm -hmm. is that it has to be okay to say something wrong and then yeah have it not be like this permanent fucking thing like uh you know i don't think what i said was terribly wrong but if i had said something that was interpreted very wrong you know, obviously, if I said you know some racial epithet or something, very different. That's that's, that's yeah. maybe not something that should be forgotten. Um, but you know, like I, I say something stupid um, just because I don't understand the topic I'm talking about, or I, I miss an assumption. You know, like if we're talking about women, and I say something that is interpreted as misogynist, and I don't mean it that way, or whatever. Yeah. One of the things that I've always thought was important, especially to make clear with this show, is that's okay. That sometimes you make mistakes. It's not yeah. okay that you offend people on purpose, but you know you no. make mistakes, you learn. Um, Lamb and I had a conversation one time about uh, transsexuality, mm-hmm. and it was difficult conversation because you don't know um, what words have intonations that are negative that you're unaware of. Well, also but too, you, because you're not in that world too much, and you don't have all you know, like right. 
you're not coming from it of a place of real um, experience and knowledge. Yeah, I don't have the list in front of me of like this word. Um, when you say this word, it's exactly know, yeah, it means this. I don't know that stuff. Yeah, but the only way you learn is to slog your way through it and be sloppy and to fall apart and yeah. and go oh. And somebody, you know, sends you an email or something like, by the way, yeah. when you say that word, it means this. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Won't use that yeah. word anymore. Being able, to, you know, yeah, being able to open up the dialogue and um, hope that it's uh, it's initially recognized not as, um, you know, being closed-minded and um, like hateful and being, you know, trying to be hurtful and all that. It's right. uh, like, oh, this is just... Um, innocent ignorance and then the conversation can be started with those that are in the know that um do have you know the you know the power and the patience to educate because if you you know something is showing that you are doing it in a way of you know, the, the intentions are good but um or you're there in a, in a pure um understanding supportive place in your world but you just again are ignorant um, man, I use the word ignorant a lot in my you life. Know, ignorant has like this negative connotation, but it isn't. Well, no, but it, because a bad thing. I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, I see it all the time. I've dealt with it probably more times throughout my day. Ignorance rears its its glorious, ugly head, and I have to deal with it. Um, well, ignorant just means I haven't learned yet. No, yeah, yeah. You know, some people choose to remain ignorant. And that's usually what we mean when we say ignorance yeah. in the negative sense. But intentional ignorance. Ninety percent of the time that there's actual ignorance happening, it's not spiteful ignorance or purposeful yeah. ignorance. It's just yeah. like, hey, I don't know. Right. And which is what I mean. It's like, like I don't know anything about cars. I'm ignorant about that. If I guess if you show the interest and you're upfront and clear that um, your stance is not. Uh, anti whatever you're ignorant about and it's just well I just I, I don't know so the only way you know about something is by like I said starting that dialogue and talking about it um, but obviously it is better for like in your like the topic you brought up like for yeah two two guys to try to educate themselves or have a discussion about um, you know the trans world and the trans life and um, what uh what they're going through and what they have to go through or what they do or just mindsets. It's like, you have nothing on that. I have nothing on that. I can't speak on that in any kind of um, intelligent, um, informed way because, you know, I'm, I'm not, that's not my world. It's not my place to talk about it. I, if I want to talk about it, I would like to try to hope that by expressing being like, Hey, I don't know anything. Um, I'm not going to say too much, but I hope that anybody that doesn't hear this and knows that I have talked about it, please educate me. I'm willing to listen and then I can talk with you and then you can educate me and and I'll be better about it. Um, but that can be with any subject. That can be with you in cars. It's like, hey, I don't know anything about fucking cars. It's like you hope that a, a car nut or mechanic is going to hear that and be like, oh, well, man, if you have anything you want to know, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all you are. I'll show you how to do this. I'll take you and show you how to do that. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's the talking, you know. A lot of dangerous shit happens after people don't talk, or if they don't listen, um, they just do or act. Or, well, I think one of the big problems too, you know, like people don't want to learn. 
that's a big problem. But yeah. then, you know, the, the other side of it where we're saying, like, if you, um, when I when I say something wrong and you go, that's oh, okay, I knew that you didn't mean to do that. There's a word for that that we don't use for that very often. It's called tolerance. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. You know, tolerance. Like it's, it's, we seem to only use that word in one direction, but it actually goes both ways. Yeah. You know, you tolerate somebody's ignorance until they learn better. Yeah. And that's how they learn to be better. You know, it's like a, a character in a video game. It's like, oh, you taught me about that. I leveled up. You know, I'm not to the level where you are, right? but I leveled up a little bit. You know, yeah. like now, now I know not to use that word and that um, this is a good way to talk about that in a way that uh, makes people feel more comfortable. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's the whole point. If you're going to talk about complex and difficult and big problems or big issues or big changes in the world, mm-hmm. you have to be able to, you know, put on your galoshes and jump into the mud. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, the, the only other options is stand outside of it and stay ignorant. Yeah, no. Yeah, you can't, um, you know, you can't till a garden standing on the outside of the garden. You got to get there. You got to get it in the dirt. You got to move shit around. Um, just got to do it and do the dirty work. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, too, they're, they're always afraid to um, expose their ignorance. You know, and they don't want to acknowledge it and let it be known that you. So then they just kind of like put up a guise and pretend that um, they're more in tune and educated on this, that, or the other. Uh, and then that just becomes more of a dangerous situation because more time goes by, and um, you're just perpetuating that that ignorance and hiding it and harboring it. And one of, the, one of the hard things that people seem to forget about is uh, this gaining of knowledge and, you know, leveling up. Mm-hmm. It's not always forward momentum. Mm-mm. There's a lot of backslides. And I don't mean oh, yeah. into, um, you know, a, 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 a negative point of view, but I mean like, yeah, I learned that that word is offensive. Oops, I just used it. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. Why? Because I've gone, you know, in my case, we'll say 41 years of my life where I didn't know that word was offensive and it's been three days since I learned it was. Yeah. Do the math. Yeah. I'm not, hopefully it doesn't take 41 years to outlearn bad things like that, but no, you yeah, understand yeah. what I mean. Right. Yeah. People try to make that, um, you know, that I, I've never liked the, the saying, you know, the old dogs, new tricks can't do it. I, I've never liked that because. Yeah. It's bullshit you know, you choose not to um, allow those kind of to, you you choose to lose your ability to adapt and to be fluid all the time. Um, You know, I think you die when you stop learning new. Yeah. Because, you know, life is not the same, you know, it's not a monotone song just going along. It's, there's the ups and downs and all that stuff. Things are changing all the time. Obviously, we see that. We see that daily. Uh, shit's crazy now, crazier than it was before, crazy in different ways, however you want, you know. It's <clears throat> all of all of the different shades of all the different colors. It's all happening at once, and it's, you know, you can't go through it with, um, you know, just one uh, one viewpoint because that's when you become one of those 
those assholes that everyone like uh, always kind of isolates and kind of focuses on it being like, you know, that doesn't get it. You know, you don't want yeah, to be the people that think they they know the they know everything about the world, right? Yeah, no, like you know, and, I've got it figured out, and I hate seeing it, especially when it's like you can tell the person's a good person. Um, like I've had to work with people like that, you know, especially when like me being in my thirties and working with someone that's in there, um, probably like twice my age or maybe more, um, and yeah, oh, they're just stuck in their ways. It's like, well, that's a it's, choice. Yeah, you know, that's like a, an that's an excuse, right? Yeah, it's a choice. To, I mean, I just look at, um, you know, like I look at my parents. You know, like my dad, you know, was very slow to get into, um, you know, the technology, and so my dad uses more tech and stuff than I do. <laughs> you know, like my dad, like both my parents use more tech and stuff than I do. Um, so you're gonna sit there and tell me that someone of their equal age is stuck in their ways and is not going to change? Not no, that's not that your, your argument is invalid because I'm looking at two uh, examples that is proof that you are wrong, you know? Um, and, it, you know, they'll still reach out to me and be like, can you figure out how to do this? It's like, even though I don't use it, you know, I can still try to use my just common sense and just my different way of looking at things or, Maybe the fact that I don't use it all the time, I'm my my mind is not cluttered by like, well, you know, this this apparatus does this stuff over here when I do this. So you're like, you're just so caught on X, Y, and Z, you know, uh, aspects doing whatever it is that when when W over here ain't working, you can't figure it out because just I don't know. So sometimes I found that I just, I think my, my lack of really getting deep into having boxes and boxes of wireless fucking keyboards and wired keyboards and mouses and uh, mechanical hard drives. Is that what you called it? Is that what you said it was? Mechanical hard drive? That's what it was? Uh, physical. Physical. Whatever. Same goddamn difference. As opposed um, to ethereal. Yeah. All my, all my hard drives are um, magical. <laughs> Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I feel like my, my, you know, having my iPhone be the kind of the only constant piece of tech that I always have keeps my brain in a place where I can use that kind of ignorance that it's funny now that I use that as like a, like, it's a good point. Like I'm ignorant about this thing, so I'm going to look at it as an ignorant person would. It's my tool, and now I'm just like my simple thought, my simple brain can go through and find because I feel like they design, you know, Apple and everything, especially to be simple. You know, right? Like simple usage. That's why I didn't like. I tried a BlackBerry for a minute when I had my my first or second oh, iPhone, God. and I was like, oh, ugh, I miss buttons, but I can't figure out how to work this. My, my iPhone is much simpler than this. Like, how you know, do so I get around like, in this thing? <laughs> yeah, nothing looks the same. Um, so yeah, um, and I don't believe in the, the whole you can't you know teach the old dog the new tricks, you know, unless there's like a real full on um, you know hindrance, whether it be physical or mental. Then yeah, you can't you know 
Well, you know what usually prevents people from learning new tricks is they don't see the benefit in learning it. That's true. Yeah. You know, like um, learning how to, for it's something I grew up with, um, my family, learning how to use the VCR. <laughs> like, oh, I, I want to put this thing in there and make it play. Yeah. I, I don't see the benefit in learning how to do that because I know I can call you from the other room and have you do it for me. Oof, man. It's not in, continue, continue, continue. I mean, that's just the, anytime somebody resists something like that, it's literally because they don't see why they should do it. You know, um, um, if you're um, not, not to uh, make fun of these people at all, but if you are um, a Christian from the Bible belt of America, mm-hmm. you probably don't personally see a reason to learn um, uh, the proper wording for trans people. Right. Why? Because uh, number one, you're probably not going to run across many is what you're thinking. And number two, you don't believe in it. So, I mean, there's like, there's a lot of things that I'm not making a judgment about any of that stuff. I'm just saying that's your mindset when you decide I'm not going to learn that. Why? Because why? It doesn't, it's not the benefit of me. When you learn how to, you get a parent who learns how to use an iPhone. It's because all of a sudden it clicks like, oh, I can do that with the phone. I want to do that. Yeah. And now they learn how to use it. Exactly. You know, and they may not, you know, not because because not everybody, you know, parent, child, whoever it is, anybody that's using any type of doesn't have to be necessarily be tech, but just using any anything um, that requires some sort of understanding of its function and how it works. Um, if you're new to it and um, you start trying to incorporate it into your repertoire of things I know how to do and use. Um, God damn it. Where was I going with that? <laughs> I do that all the time. Oh, my brain, man. The night, cause I had like eight different things that sparked in my, my head that I wanted to bring up with everything that you just said that I was trying to keep it all in order. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you a tip. I put a piece of paper in front of me. I know you and your damn paper. And I then I write down I've got paper in front of me. It's a it's a couple of tissues that's soaking up the the. We the don't want to hear what you're doing with your tissues. The right dew now. running down the outside of my water glass right now. Condensation. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for water in my cup. But yeah, I just write down like you know you're saying words to spark things. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. I won't remember every point, but it'll help, at least lets me grab them because. So many times I've done that where I'm like, I know like lambs on a hot, hot streak. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm not going to interrupt, but I do want to go back to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It'll, lo- it'll lighten the cognitive load. Right. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, the point I was trying to make with that damn story or point or whatever it was. Well, maybe I should tell you about this lady in Hong Kong then. Okay. <laughs> I could tell you about the the time that I was uh, when when we first got our first DVD player and I got the phone call of how do you play this and I'm at a party <laughs> stoned out of my mind. <laughs> I was like, in high well, school. Push. Um, it looks like a triangle. No nah, man, trying like, to remember what the remote looks like in your head. Yeah. So we got our we got our first DVD player and DVDs. You know, like one Christmas. Whatever your whenever Gladiator came out because that was the first DVD we ever had was Gladiator, and um, my my sister and now brother in law then just her boyfriend um, were wanting to you know sit down at the house and watch Gladiator, but 
I was the only one that had really kind of mastered and figured out how to use a DVD player. So I'm at this party, you know, this high school party, and I'm with um, my, I don't think my middle sister was there, but it was a mixture of um, people in my grade and then people in my middle sister's age. So her friends um, were maybe uh, like two years older than me. And there's this one guy, um, he, he was like the, you know, he was the pot master. Um, so he shows up and he's got, he's got this blunt that he rolled and like, I've heard that I've heard many other people have the same kind of, um, experience with, uh, blunts where it's just like filled with holes because, you know, you took a cigar or swish or whatever and cut it open and tried to just glue it back together with saliva. Mm. Like it don't work that way, bro. So this thing's like a flute, you know, it's like puff the magic, magic dragon or not puff, uh, fucking HR puff and stuff. You know, it's just that little gold squeaky voice flute. So you're holding it. You got to like finger position all over it. And I'm with like three other, um, three or four other people. And, um, you know, I had probably only smoked a couple times before that, but I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I can get into this. This is kind of cool maybe. Um, and <laughs> I just take like a really big hit like massive hit mm, so much not, to wear like not wise well i mean i guess yeah anyway so i i mean i just i just you know i'm at, my adrenaline's pumping and all. i'm like this is fun i mean you know everybody gonna think i'm cool um and so i take this massive hit and i blow out this huge cloud and then i cough and then it's as if my other lung empties out an equally, if not larger oh, cloud. Yeah, like I had filled bull, like to max. Like I was really, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to do this. Um, and the dude that, you know, had rolled the blunt just kind of looked at me. He's like, holy shit. And then you hear David Bowie, ground control. Yeah, then all of a sudden I'm just like, um, I've never noticed that giant ring around the moon. Um, ground control. To so I'm like coughing. Um, yeah, I'm coughing real bad, coughing real bad. You know, and that's the cough is what's really kind of enhancing the stone. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be all right. And I'm just going to stay. We're outside and it's nice and cool. Um, but then my phone rings. <laughs> oh, my phone rings. That's my mom. And I, I like try to figure out, okay, where do I go? Cause it's, you know, I mean, she knows I'm at party. So I'm just trying to find like a quiet place. And, um, so I go down the hallway and at this friend's house at the end of their hallway, like the whole wall was like a late seventies, early eighties, like mirror wall with that like gold speckling oh, all over yeah. it, you know, <laughs> porn wall. So I just, I, so yeah, I walk like right up to that mirror and I just literally get nose to nose with myself and I just stare myself dead in the eyes and I answer the phone, you know, hello. She's like, Hey, you know, um, uh, Trent and Scott want to watch, uh, want to watch gladiator. Um, how do you, so when you go on to you put it in and, and I'm just, and I'm like going through, I'm running through, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm just trying to not sound stoned and I'm like, okay, so, um, are you on video three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you push the, uh, is, is, the, is, the, is the DVD in the DVD player? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Closed it. Okay. Um, what are you seeing right now? 
Okay, you can push. You'll see a button that'll say menu. Um, you can push that. It's not letting you. Okay, so it won't let you yet go to the. So I get push top menu. Yeah. Okay. So now you're at the. Now, do you see? There's a hot. Yeah. No, I'm still here. Yeah. So you see, uh, the 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 word play should be uh, highlighted. <laughs> well, it might not be a color. It might be just like a. An, I think it's just a, a a figure. Might be just like an arrow next to it. Yeah. Okay. You see that? Okay. Yeah. Um. Now on the remote, you'll see that there's uh, like a, a compass type thing up, down, left, right. There's a button in the middle of that. Press that. Yeah. Okay. You see that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's playing. Okay. Thanks. Hang up the phone. Oh my God. Oh, oh God. Oh, I'm never getting high again. Oh. I just went outside and laid down on a trampoline and just stared at the moon. <laughs> And I must, I mean, I must have done a good job because I've never once ever heard. <laughs> if she listens, if she listens I, don't, I don't think she's ever listened to this yet. Um, but if she ever does, then she'll know. You Let's just outed yourself. I don't care. My parents have smoked more. I, my parents went and got their cards. You know, I remember I walked upstairs one day. <laughs> back in the day, I walked up into my um, parents' room. I had to grab something out of their bathroom. And they have like this little nook off to the side. Um, there used to be like a... When they remodeled, I think they put like a little fridge in there and they thought they're, you know, they utilize it more than they actually did. And I think they ended up just taking it out, just using it as like a cupboard. But there's like a little um, just shelf or a counter space right on top of it. And I walked by one time and it was one of those where I look over and I walk out of the room and I stop and I slowly come back in to look over and I see a... Uh, I wish I remember the brand or the name, but it was a... It might have been... It was a vaporizer, but like the old one that was like a wedge and just mm-hmm. had like a little um, melodica accordion tube, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it had like hot rod pinstriping, like hand pinstriping on the outside of it when spider webs. <laughs> and I and I remember going, to, <laughs> I think I found my mom or something like, um, so... Why the fuck is there a vaporizer in your bathroom? She's like, oh, your dad, uh, you know. So apparently my dad was getting into smoking pot and I didn't know it. And then it was like, that's cool. Because, you know, they're doing it for the, you know, they're doing it for the right reasons, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that I was able to have that talk with them, you know. <laughs> Waited this long. You know, abstinence pays off. No, no. I mean, I trust me. I know that my, I met, so... You know, as as you get older and you start to like kind of know your parents' friends or people that they went to high school with, um, my dad had one of his really good friends. Who, I think he, if I remember correctly, the story is they met each other day one of high school. So my dad lived like three I had houses one of those for sure. Yeah, my dad lived three houses down from his high school, and um, he's like walking up, and uh, this friend of his, I think, he, either he was standing like it, literally like. Uh, um, like in a movie, you know, like he, either he's standing le- leaning up against the, the fence or my dad is and he's walking up and it's just one of those like, hey, what's up? Like total 70s. My dad's got like this, <laughs> got this like purple leather pouch that my dad used to make a bunch of stuff out of leather. And he's got this like super 70s purple leather pouch that he's like hanging it off, like hanging off his belt. And um, my dad's friend like asking him like, you know, what's, uh, what's up with that pouch? He's like, you put stuff in it. I can, uh, you want me to make you one? <laughs> 
He's like, yeah. So like, I ended up being friends after that. But he's like, yeah, you know, he's like pouch pals. Yeah, he put you know, he's like, yeah, it's, uh, my dad's friends like, yeah, I, you know, I put my pipes and that stuff in there. And, you know, put your weed in there. I had another friend who used to tell me the story about. I can't. Remember, I can't count them at times. He told me the story of him smoking ping pong balls. Jesus. Um, and this is also the people that you know. Did you used to be able to get monkeys back in the day at pet shops and pet shops in the in the seventies? Um, <laughs> same guy that would tell me the story about the time they'd be at the house and the guy that had like the howler monkey um, or the gibbon, um, the, you know, the one that's like four feet tall. Yeah, the creepy yeah, one. Yeah, like got loose and like ran down the street and they're chasing it and like he's running full speed. They're running full speed because because he's a monkey, he's able to like change direction real fast and he grabbed onto like a he's stop sign. Like- What's that called? Uh, parkour. <laughs> yeah, he like grabs onto <laughs> as they're running full speed. He grabs onto the uh, the stop sign, stop sign pole and like does like a full on swing backwards around, <laughs> and they just and they bypass him, you know. And he just goes back the other direction, just having a grand old time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> so I'm not under any delusion that you know I know my parents. Uh, at least my my dad, you know, it was the seventies. Had to. My dad actually, me, my sisters always joke because one time we were going through like boxes of like my parents' old stuff and we found a, a little, um, they're probably going to get embarrassed that I'm telling these stories, but I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> my dad, you know, thought he was getting my mom like a nice present. It was like gold uh, glue on pinky nail. <laughs> we're like, why do you have this? <laughs> like, I think it was a gate that was like jewelry or something like that, I think. And so every time, like, me and my older sister, like, <laughs> my mom says something funny where it's, or, you know, kind of awful, just look at each other and just kind of do like an eyebrow raise and like raise our pinky up to our nostril, like, uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, but, yeah. hmm, I wonder what that could be. <laughs> no, I don't know. 70s. Yeah. Uh, fuck Mm. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, you could buy that anywhere. It was like when you go to the when you go to a liquor store nowadays and extends is on the counter. It was just like, you guys need a pinky nail? Yeah. Monkey, pinky nail? Monkey mm-hmm. with a pinky nail? Oh, I have a story for you. I need to tell you about this Hong Kong woman though. Let's fucking hear it. It's one paragraph. Not even it's one sentence. And I hope it makes you laugh as much as the bloathead guy did last week. <laughs> it's still which, is, which is great because I still have those pictures in my phone. So every time now, like I still like from that for a whole week, I like pull my phone up and I'm just like, uh, I'll be sitting with somebody like, hey, look at that. Look at that. You see that? What the fuck do you have in your phone? Like, oh, you don't get it, but it's funny. Look at it. Anyway, go on. A Hong Kong woman reportedly suffered a case of short-term amnesia, which made her unable to remember anything for the last 10 years of her life. After straining too hard on the toilet due to constipation. <gasps> oh, that's that's funny, but it's also frightening because I can see that happening to me. Can you imagine? Like, mm, just poop. Yeah. All Am of I sudden. in high school? <laughs> oh, so At wait. least it's temporary. At least it's temporary. She got her memories back. Oh, no. She, okay, so she, she did get it back. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was scared because I almost interpreted that as like she died shortly thereafter and she she lost her memory for the last 10 years of her life. She died 10 years younger. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. So that, Unless that was the, the worst time of her life. Anyway. That and... Oh, I'm going to send you this too. Um, I do. How should I send this to you? Via Slack or via text message? It'll all come up in front of me on the same screen. Okay. I'll grab whatever's closer then. 
Mm, this is a wonderful image. And if it'll let me grab it and drag it, I had the same problem last week. Okay. This is, I need an assistant. (laughs) You ever listen to Joe Rogan? That's literally what he has like Jamie there for. He's like, send that to him. (laughs) Oh yeah. The whole time where they're just pulling up stuff on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Send that to him. Pull this up. Search that. Like, ah, I do all that stuff myself. Well, yeah, because I mean, imagine, imagine if you're sitting there trying to, you know, I guess, because uh, they're they're all. I mean, it's like it's changing left and right. You know, they're they're pulling up different topics about all kinds of different shit. Oh and yeah, imagine the amount of like, I don't know how he is. Maybe what his attention span is. Maybe it's you know he doesn't think that he could be doing it and talking at the same time. Like imagine how much dead just quiet space where he's just trying to focus on typing. Uh, yeah, he he's obsessed with always making sure that what he's saying is true. And I don't think that's that important. And it's like, oh, and then you come back I next mean, week or the next episode, you'd be like, oh, you know, I looked that up. I was wrong. Uh, I don't feel like you need to do it live. Um, you should oh. that image right now. Wow. Yes, this is um, the, the title says huge mutant monster with gaping mouth caught near Fuku- Fukushima nuclear disaster site. It's always they they're really pushing that mutant fish angle. It's always near near like Chernobyl or some kind of shit. Um I don't think that's real. See. The eye just does not look real. It well, looks awesome. You remember, you remember when they when they found the coelacanth, right? Yeah. It, what they thought was an extinct fish in um in Africa. It was like from the time of the dinosaurs. Um that thing wasn't too much. I mean, it's bigger than this thing. Well, here's here's yeah. my problem with this thing. Is Zoom in. It's not wet. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm zooming it's in. It's rubber. That's rubber. Hmm. Because if I mean, you know what a fish looks like when it comes out of the water. There's a wetness to it that you can't wipe off. Yeah. That thing is rubber. That's 100 rubber. But he's not wet either. So how long has the fish been in the boat? You know, there's they other say pictures they're... too. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah. Let me look. Yeah. The, I don't know. I don't believe it. It just, it does not. I'm it doesn't to, I'm, look like a real fish. I'm trying to find, I mean, first things first, what I look at something like this, I'm going to see is like, is this picture, is everything in this picture taken at the exact same time? You know, like is the fish added? Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the con, like with like the lighting, picture. I mean, if you look at, if, what? I'm pulling a link for you. Oh, okay, quick, yeah. Because it's a different angle. Yeah. If you look at the lighting like on his head and compare that to the lighting on the water, they're all coming at the same angle. So that makes yeah, me... Yeah, I think the object's actually there. Yeah, that makes me think that the picture is a legitimate picture of this dude with the same straining face I imagine that lady having on the toilet. And she the, lost the photo- for 10 years. Is in the show notes for everybody listening. So they want to look along. Um, I'll, I'll put a link to the article too. So <clears throat> that's that's fake. I can't believe that that is a real animal. Not because of the way it's shaped and all that. It just the texture looks non-fish-like. Part of it. Well, I mean, part of what's also making me think that it's been out of the water for a minute, which is why it doesn't have. But I mean. It has a massive butthole, by the way. Yeah, no, I was noticing that. Um, 
And it's not that I went looking for it. You can't help it. It's right there. I know. It looks like a. It looks like an upside down volcano. Is what it looks like. <laughs> it's a purple onion. Purple onion. That wasn't the song. Um, no, it wasn't. That's fine. It is now. Well, that's um, copyright. Um, yeah. So he's got a little bit of more of a, a sheen to him in the second picture, but if you look at his like snout, it looks like it started to dry. You know, yeah, and then the mouth too is weird too. I don't know. I'm I'm more leaning towards this is a this is a possible actual animal. I like the inside like of the it. mouth looks yeah more realistic, but the rest of it just it, it well that's the thing. Come on, there's plenty of animals out there where you're like that doesn't fucking look real. That eye's not but glassy enough either. Why does it have to be glassy? It's a fucking fish eye. So <laughs> all fish eyes are not you know the same. They're this all different. Like They're all like snowflakes. Have you ever seen a shark eye? No. Looks like that. <laughs> Just a black ball. <laughs> uh, my friend was showing me uh, pictures of um, conch shells when she was in the Philippines. I never realized those little bastard had like eyeballs poking out. Really? The creepiest little things ever. It's just these little like, goofy, like googly eyes looking at you from inside the conch shell. I'm gonna find. I'll, I'll, I'll send you something right now. Show you some fucking eyeballs. We're sending stuff back and forth now. Yeah, let's see here. I'm uh, looking at the rest of this article to see if somebody goes bullshit. <laughs> they grow less efficiently. Oh, this is like they're pretending like this is like some valuable information about. Uh, you know, like, oh, this is about radiation, and they're trying to be a serious article. Right, right, yeah. With a big deep fish. Yeah. Big butthole mouth monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got, you got a problem if you're in that's your butthole. Yeah. Why do you have that? What's that big white thing? Is that the tongue? Where are we looking? Oh, in his mouth? Or a giant marshmallow. Yeah, that's got to be the, that, that's the tongue. It doesn't have any teeth, though. That's kind of strange. That you can see. Yeah, that's true. They could be recessed teeth. Anyways, f- back to things that you guys can't see. <laughs> for right now, for the moment, they'll see it later. Yeah, you'll see it. Well, most the only the only. Oh no, he's got to, look. Look at the top of the the uh, like the beak part. Oh yeah, he's got okay. five teeth. Five like looks like little pieces of amber popping yeah. out, and then I think. There's something on the bottom. That whole big, like, sea slug looking, or no, it looks like a yam. You see what I'm saying? Talking about right there? Oh yeah, a big yam looking thing. That could be like one massive tooth, like a big, like Muppet tooth. Ugh. I mean, look at the detail in the mouth, man. That's a real. That's a real fish. Well, the thing that's fucked up about these things is, uh, you know, people talk about post truth world. It's only going to get worse. You know, like, is this real? Is it, How the fuck are we ever going to know well, what's I mean, real anymore? You know, you could, I mean, somebody, you know, we agree that this looks like the object is actually there. Whether it's a fish or not, we don't know. But with I Photoshop, know. you probably could do that too. If you're good enough with it, you could probably could put that fake fish right there. Well, yeah, I mean, fucking Thanos was not actually there snapping his pretty little fingers. Right? Yeah, and he looked good. He looked yeah. like he was like... Flesh. That's probably one of the best um, skins that I've seen in an animation. Like yeah. he looked real. It's funny because I was just earlier um, at YouTube up, and this video keeps popping up because um, of like the suggestions of, of 
going off of my watching like the story of like the Hulk movies and all that stuff we've talked about. Um, so it's like visual effects artists react to like Avengers Endgame. Um, and it's like Thanos and everything else. And I've yet to watch it because... Um, yeah, me neither. I don't know. I just don't really care what they think. I thought he looked good. Oh, the video you mean? Right. That, yeah. See, that's the thing that I always get baited into those fucking articles where I'm like, oh, I thought it looked good. And then you go in and then it's just somebody shitting on it. And even if you think like you, you go into it and you're like, I thought he looked good. Even after reading an article like that, you get, and then you're at least 10% less convinced. Mm. Even if you think the person's an asshole, you think they're full of shit, their points are bullshit. It still whittles away. That's why I, one of the things I, when I used to go to the movies, I hated going to the movies with people because sometimes you go in and you're like, fuck, that movie was really good. And you get out and like four seconds, they're like, that sucked. Yeah. And it just like, it ruins it for you where you're like, I didn't even get, you know, the afterglow. Yeah. Fuck. No, I didn't really have to deal with that. I had a friend that we, me and the rest of you know, my crew would always know that if if he said the movie was terrible, because he's the kind of guy that would have like, um, like all, he'd be searching all these different pirate movie websites, you know, he'd see things before they got in theaters, you know, the, mm. um, the, the copies that they send out to the Academy, you know, or the reviewers or whatever to get, um, looked at, you know, they get leaked. He'd watch, he'd find those and he'd watch them. Not always in good quality, but anyway, you know, he'd know what the movie was and he'd see it before. And if he said it sucked, we knew it was fucking great. We go and watch it. <laughs> if he's like, oh no, I loved it. It's like, well, just save myself 10 bucks. I'm not watching that one. I'll wait for it to come out on, t- you know, be on TV or something. I have a friend like that with music. I was like, this is terrible. Like, I probably think it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy the album and the t-shirt all at once. I'm going to join the fan club. What happened to yeah. fan clubs? Those were cool. Street teams? Mm, Motherfucking street, street teams? Shit. Those were so cool. I miss that shit. Yeah. You know, real world. Yeah, better time back then. The fan Me. clubs were awesome. They'd send fucking like real letters in the mail to people and stuff. That was cool. Yeah. Now Bring it's just back. like, now it's just... uh Huh, they, my favorite artist, they 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 followed me back or they liked my comment. Like, <laughs> they retweeted me and blew yeah. up my phone. Oh, fuck. Don't even get me started about Twitter. Oh, Lord. Twitter, twatter. Yeah. Twitter, the, the spot between the twat and the shitter. I was just telling Lamb, I was reading this, um, this book yesterday about, uh, it's called The 1% Rule. Uh, and basically it's just, it's about, it's, it's another one. I like reading these productivity books, mm-hmm. um, because most of them are repetitive. They repeat, they quote each other. Um, but you always walk out with like one point from each of them. That's different. Like, Oh, that mm-hmm. one thing that's interesting. Um, but what this guy says at one point, I was like spacing out cooking food and uh, I was listening to an audio book and he says something and I'm like, that's a really awkward phrase. It kind of reminds me of, you know, like these self-help, self-help classes. Um, they teach people these really like awkward phrases um, and they make them awkward on purpose because it sticks in the person's head. Yeah. And it reminded me of something like that. It reminded me of that kind of phrase. And, and so I, now I'm kind of paying attention. And then he says something and he's talking about, basically he's talking about, your vision, you know, your vision in life, what you want to accomplish in life. And he says, 
if you think he's a, you should always be looking, the whole point of the book is you should always be looking to move 1% closer to that every day. What people a lot of times do is, you know, like, I want to write a book. And then they busy themselves with activity that keeps the project just floating. They don't hmm. move closer to it, you know? So yeah, it's like, I reorganized my, my notes today. Guess what? The book's still as far away as it was. But if you write a page, that's 1%, you know, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's in the, the, the part that I'm getting to right now is he said, if you think your next action is email or social media, think again. He's like, mm. because he says, those aren't forward momentum. He says that it, when you social media is being, I think he's, if I remember it correctly, it's like being in the passenger seat of someone else's vision. Mm, I, like I love that, that a lot. And I thought I started thinking about it. I'm like, that's a nice phrase, but what the fuck does it really mean? And I think and I want to hear what you think. But my thought was, oh, when you're putting up, um, you know, whatever, amazing photography like Lamb does, mm-hmm. you're not promoting you. What you're really doing is building up Instagram. You're working for them. Yeah. You're building their brand, not your brand. Yeah, that's what no. I took from it. Is that what you took from it? That is part that is putting it that way. Yes, I definitely can see that and feel like that is part of the, you know, the fabric of what makes up that point. It's also too, I think, um, kind of going back to that that old school saying of, you know, trying to ride other people's coattails and, you know, catch the, catch a bit of a drift. Um, momentum from that you know it's like when you're on the freeway and you see like a bunch of big rigs or on a race on a nascar race like you're trying to get someone else's forward moment like they're doing really really well in front of you and you're just going to kind of come up and get their draft and just kind of mm-hmm. use that to kind of pull you around the outside um and you know it might work or it might fucking send your happy ass into the wall because you're you're not <clears throat> you're not in control right not at all and yeah, definitely by utilizing and relying on um, like Instagram, like you were saying in that um, in that scenario, like with a photographer, you know, I think that is, yeah, your your whole platform is not your platform. It's someone else's. And, you know, that's, you see it all the time with all these just shitty, shitty people that just go and like, uh, um, like flag or report posts just for the sake of being a douche. And, getting stuff taken down from people like, you know, art posts that, Oh, they they painted a nipple. It's like, Mm, you're not, you know, you're not like if you, I don't know anybody that actually does this, but if you're only doing, you know, your art and then posting it only, the only place it's ever seen is Instagram or something like that. You're only relying on, you're at their whim, you know, you're at their, um, yeah, they change a rule. You're yeah, you're one. you're subject to them on every single level, um, and it's the same thing. Kind of like you know, if you you were in your like at work, our our store website is run off of um, a, a third party, and it's also, I mean, we're limited to what we can post on there because some companies don't want their um, product listed through a third party mm. and um, technically it's on our website 
but if this the you know if you click on an item it takes you to that place's website you know it just happens to be kind of the format you know? so like i've had the conversation with my boss it's like you know that's kind of just uh seems to me like they're just trying to kind of monopolize it's like why are they making this because now they're making any f- decisions they make like they oh they take away layaway it's like now someone can't go on our website and go on to one of our products and choose to do a layaway option because this other company is running it you know you know what i mean yeah so especially, especially i mean it's definitely instruments. layaway is right. so common for instruments yeah you know and it's like I mean, I personally, I mean, it's not my business. So it's like, you know, I, I just listen. And if he wants it to change, he, we change it. Um, but I do see his point. But it's also, you know, on the same hand, like they're not hindering us. You know, they're not trying to get involved and like tell us how to operate the business. Um, but I can see how some people would be like, you know, unwilling, especially like, you know, an old timer like my boss, so in his ways, but he's you know he's not. He's just he's like he he just with all of the years of his experience and knowing what he's done, he wants to do things the way that he feels comfortable. He'll make the changes. I mean, look, obviously he's got a website and stuff. He's not like well, we always did things just you know with a good old handshake and you got to walk <laughs> through the door. It's like no, he's like we want this business to stay open, so we got to you know keep that that relationship between brick and mortar and the future, which is, you know, online sales. Um, he's like, yeah, why shouldn't we just handle the website ourselves? Cause then we can do more with the website. We could post this, you know, we post that, you know, we're not, um, you know, we're still using this other, um, site. Um, uh, I don't know what you call it. It's not a server, but you know, site, um, engine, um, platform and, uh, like a Squarespace type thing. Kind of. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, same kind of thing because if they make any kind of major major changes or if they just you know decide to yeah we're not going to be doing this anymore we're going to solely be a um you know platform for people to find pictures of cookie jars it's like oh now we're fucked you know it's like yeah when you always say don't put your eggs in one basket yeah and definitely don't fucking put it in someone else's basket that's it right there perfect jesus christ don't put your huevos in someone else's basket <laughs> without permission, <laughs> consent in their pouch. Um, I see your conch, by the way, and that Hell is yeah. fucking creepy. That's going to be the, the image of the week, I think. Is it cute? I mean, it's not the picture I was trying to get to send you, but it's cute. But at the same time, if I was if you're walking, walking yeah, if you're walking down, there's something in there. It's just these two little, just. <laughs> it's like a cartoon, man. They almost have the eyes. Almost have like, um, like an expression on them, right? Yeah, shock. Like, woo, <laughs> like you caught him with his pants down. Yeah, and the the first picture that I got shown um, last night was they they weren't like antennaed up like they are in this photo. They're just like in that like open um, space in the shell. They're just these two little eyeballs, like just amid amidst the like the meat and the the fluid of of the conch, and they're just two little eyeballs just looking out, you know. And sometimes they're not like side by side; they're kind of like um, you, kind of cattywampused. <clears throat> and it's just, <laughs> you could just look at them for hours and just laugh and laugh. 
but yeah, I can imagine just walking like either like on the beach or just imagine walking through like a food, um, you know, like a big market, you know, in some place like the Philippines or whatever. And they've just got, you know, stand after stand of like different shit. And all of a sudden you come back, ooh, conch. And then you pick it up and just look at it. And... Yeah. You're, you're walking machismo with a lady yeah. on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's great. Cute little bastard. Yeah. I love that there are things that um, in real life that qualify as cartoonish. Oh, yeah. No, that reminds It's definitely kind of like a SpongeBob character or something like that. Um, I mean, not only because they had the, the magic conch episode, but. Um, or it's it's almost going back to the Jim Henson thing. It's almost like a crystal skull oh, yeah. kind of eyeball looking thing. I don't know. True story. For the for for all the audios and visuals, we have an audio. We should have an audio and visual department. <laughs> it's like here are all the visuals. This the, okay. I will say this. Um, one use of Instagram that would probably be interesting would be to use it as an audio. I mean, uh, not an audio. We're the audio as the visual component of an audio. Mm-hmm. So you know, like we're talking about all this stuff. Boom! It's on the Instagram. Boom! It's on the Instagram. It's yeah. an interesting way to use that. But I, I don't think that it would be interesting enough for anybody to follow it. You know, if you're listening to the show and you want to go look, that's a convenient place to look at it. But the rest of the world would not care. Well, yeah, because again, it's it's a, it's a context thing. And it's... Um, yeah. And it's it's not a... I mean, you can go back to it and look at it, you know, for posterity's sake, but who really cared that much it's it's more of like it served its purpose in the moment you know yeah and if most people that listen to this podcast are listening in overcast so you'll get that little blue little blue box and if you click it it expands the images if you're listening on apple Podcasts, you're shit out of luck because they don't do that in theirs but um if you go about apple man they're coming they're going to be coming for you Anytime you go to the website, though, you can just look at the full post with the full notes. Um, Apple doesn't care about our podcast. That's what's nice. <laughs> in a in a good way. They haven't they haven't raped the podcast world yet. I say yet because who knows what's coming? Who knows? Actually, I I, I believe that they're going to drop a podcast app for the for the Mac in like next week, hmm. which would be interesting. Anything anything podcast related that expands podcasts in a positive way, I'm all for it. Of course. I think it's a very special medium. I think it's very intimate. And podcasts are intimate in a way that other things are not. Um, yeah, I agree with that. You know, like being able to listen to somebody talk about something while doing something else, it it takes audio, lets you go um us as, you know, podcasters, lets us go in places that other you know, creators can't, you know, like yeah. you're not going to watch a movie while you're cooking dinner. Really? Maybe you could, but you might cut off your finger or whatever, but you sure yeah. the hell can listen to a podcast. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like music definitely kind of just has been doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, music and, and us, basically. but you definitely, but podcasting is definitely far more, you know, cut straight to the point you know it's like it's yeah. just the the point you know it's like you you have the just the beautiful auditory part of just the instrumental music itself mm-hmm. you know and then the words you know getting your point across that way is definitely there but it's like you know then we start going down that whole thing of 
music being more than just the ver- the verbal expression. You know, it's like the, the, the emotional um, uh, ex- uh, excitement and um, kind of uplifting. Um, the intonations. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, if you're listening, you know, because depending on what type of podcast, you know, if you listen to the ones that like have a very specific, like, you know, we're always going to be talking about, you know, politics or always going to be talking about this. Um, then yeah, it's, you know, like even going back, like like Drew, like he, I was texting him and I'm like, hey man, are you, uh, are you going to the, the show downtown? Oh no, I'm going to the, I'm going to the Giants game. It's like, it's weird texting you while listening to you. And I'm like... <laughs> And so, of course, the way my brain works doesn't go straight to like that to him. Like, oh, he's listening to the podcast. No, I'm like, because we had had a few back and forths before that, and then he brought it up, just kind of like slid it in there. I was like, what is, oh, what are you like? Are you doing the hands-free? Te- are you dictating right now? Are you having Siri read out and have your text? <laughs> what do I sound like? What are you using? You using regular Siri? You doing you, uh, you doing British Siri? He's like British Siri. Like, of course, that's what you got to have. You got to have British Irish Siri. Siri. You use Irish? I think we had we talked about this. Yeah, she's, trust me, she's sexier. Damn it, we just ruined. Damn it. Um, but yeah, no. So like, I, I, or I'm like, oh, is he listening to like old Delta stuff? Like, what's going on? And he's like, no, I listen to your podcast. I was like, oh, now I get it. I thought like I forgot I do that thing. I was like, yeah, that's the thing I do now. Right on. Um, but yeah, no, it's like you know he's. He, listen to it or drive and you know it's like perfect for that kind of stuff you know it's uh you got to be down this i mean i remember growing up with uh being in the car with my mom and or listening to you know talk radio news yeah. talk 810 yeah. Doc, dr and, dina dell oh i haven't thought about that name he was on the news too yeah it was you can i think you can still go to like cvs aka long's drugstore and get dr <laughs> dina dell uh prescription, pre- Jesus Christ. <laughs> prescription reading glasses it just sounds good just, it does dina dell yeah. a lot of these the doctor is in the is doctor he? is in he is up <laughs> he never gets down oh yeah uh, terrible down. this was a family show <laughs> More like uh, the Adams Family Show. Um, let's see. Do yeah. I have a topic that we can just toss in here randomly? Let's get it. Try to see what you got. Throw it at me. I have some interesting things in here. What do I have? Oh, that's such a cute little monkey. We'll get back to that. Um, you know what I want to talk about? I'm curious on your perspective on this. Jury duty. <laughs> why do? Why does everybody hate fucking jury duty you know, like, um, it's it's baffling everybody tries to get out of it everybody you know i think well some because some i don't know how like what a percentage there is but i know that you know some people their jobs like won't you know you know this i think they're supposed to um yeah, they have kind of won't won't cut you know won't cover like no you know, I don't care you can't like you're not gonna you're not, I'm not gonna pay you for a day you're not here you know it's like just, some people I think you know a small majority or not a small majority that's a fucking oxymoron um, <laughs> jumbo shrimp <laughs> my fucking brain I'm telling you um, a small portion of people that try to get out um, 
might be dealing with something of that nature. Um, some people just, and I think this might be the biggest, in my opinion, might be the biggest is just don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. Being forced, you know, it's like. It's such a pain in the butt. This is the thing that drives me nuts. About like you just it. got something in the mail telling you like, hey, you may have to dedicate up to, you know, Fuck, I mean, it can go for they can that you can go for a year or more. Oh yeah, you have to you know you very to, rare, but like we are taking away some of your freedom of choice of what you're going to do with your time, and you're going to come and do this. It's like, there's plenty of people that want to be on juries. So is really is jury duty really necessary? I don't think so. I mean, to the you point, think there's people we, that actually want to be on it. Absolutely, you just said why do that? Why should they hate it? You're saying they should like it. Well, I think I think the my point is not even it's like. But we talk about oh the you know oh, everybody's no matter what political leanings people are they're always complaining about how the country's fucked up and how the justice system is fucked up and all of this stuff. That's what jury duty is there for. That's your opportunity to put your hand into the actual process and turn the gears. Yeah. But then people don't want to do it. You know, it's it's like saying like you want to. It's the people that complain about the politicians that don't vote. So, but you didn't take the opportunity to make the change. So, what the fuck are you bitching about? That's true. Yeah, you can't complain about the problem if you're not going to do something about fixing the problem. It drives um, me nuts. Where it's like, I, I mean, like you, 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 like you said though, there's people out there. I don't know. I've never met a person who's like, I love serving jury duty. I, I can't. I wouldn't be able to tell you a name right now, but I know that I have met people. Um, fuck, I almost want to say my dad was one of those people because he was on one for a minute. He was on one that actually ended up pretty long. Um, but anyway, I know, I know I know I've met people or come across people in my life that were down with it. You know, um, I've only, I think, received a notice for it uh, once in my life, which... Now that I've spoken the words out into the universe, dun dun dun! I'm tomorrow, start, yeah, I'm gonna be getting fucking all kinds of jury duties. I've been, um, I've received it like three times, but I've never had to serve. Um, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it's just. Uh, I mean, I know for me, it's like you don't want someone just like that's the reason why for forever and ever and even still now I don't want someone to drive if I'm going somewhere or whatever like oh I'll come pick you up you drive no I'll drive I'll drive myself I'll meet you there it's like I don't want someone else being the decision maker on when or when I can leave you know it's mm-hmm. like if something happens and I need to get out like I'm not going to rely on someone else's time it's like and also too I'm not going to cut their time short if I need to cut mine short you know it's like no 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 I I I'll I'll decide when I come and go. Um, so it is kind of weird that jury duty is mandatory. I mean, you can get out obviously if you if you're out of town or you're in the middle of a huge work project or you know you you're sick or something like that. Yeah, or you're, but voting yeah. is optional. I mean, of, of the two, they're both important to maintaining society. Of the two, voting seems to be just a little bit higher. <laughs> well, I mean, how much are they going to be able to regulate? I mean, imagine 
trying to, because you're regulating a jury thing, right? And right. you get the thing in the mail. And I'm pretty sure that's one of the instances where you can't claim like, oh, I didn't receive it or can't, you know, you can't claim ignorance. Right. Um, it's like, cool. Even if like the people delivering it, they're on our side. It's a federal government, you know, like it's a federal institution. Like it's going to get there. <laughs> they might lose your fucking, your birthday card or whatever it is, but like, they'll make sure the jury do things. So like, they're never going to buy that. Like, oh, I just didn't receive it. You know, obviously that's the thing that everybody always tries to pull and how much time are they really going to spend on whether or not uh, you, they're going to pursue or try to, you know, um, punish you for it. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not savvy on that, but um, so for jury, you know, you're only trying to get this small portion of people to come down to a 12, right? For how, how many, how many, uh, situations you know courtroom situations are popping up where you need juries throughout you know the time and they need to pull people and um, get them in uh, not as much as the grand scale of every single person in the country voting at once for an election so it's easier for you i think to regulate and um, handle the uh the the ones that um like don't handle jury duty is it's easier to do that than trying to hold those that were mandatory um mandatorily expected to to vote you know what i mean you understand what i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. i wonder because in australia it's it's mandatory at least it was when i was there like a decade ago i wonder how they regulate it i mean it seems like it would be when I we think, also got to think other countries over America are more like, you know, have a sense of they operate, you know, like, oh, we're all as one, you know. Yeah. I mean, Australia is pretty close to us. They're pretty close to us culturally. They, I don't think they, they see it as a I think they hate it too. Um, not, not voting, but jury duty. Um, but I think that it's, when I was listening to you talk about that, I was thinking, I'm like, well, logistically, I don't think it would be that difficult. You know, you have to scan your ID before you go in. Mm-hmm. And if your ID is never scanned that day, you get a fine in the mail. Boom. You know, okay, like, so then that, I guess then that brings a point then like, okay, so like, so what then would be the, because you have to think of the manpower you would need to regulate the after, okay, these, when you, I mean, just look at the struggle they have trying to count votes and to get people to work to, um, to process the votes and there's always bullshit people saying that you know it wasn't done properly or like how you know it's done right at all it's like yeah we all went and voted but did anybody even look at it they're just gonna pick whoever they want um so who's gonna come are you gonna be sending you know are you gonna have a, a, a like a police force that solely goes from house to house you know like now you're in a Bray, Ray Bradbury book you know and you have yeah. um these folks coming in uh, uh you know, it's like the Gestapo. It's like they're going to come and take you away or they're going to like, you know, what, what's what's the punishment for not voting then? You know, it's like if you're just going to have it be a fine, then it's like we're, we're in the same position now. You're just taxing someone more because people are still not going to vote. Yeah, you sure. Know, in order to make it, if you're going to make it mandatory, the punishment for something mandatory needs to be more than just like a minimal slap on the wrist. And I'm not saying that this is what needs to be done. No, no. Um, because... 
for something that you're trying to make that the point is like, cause that's kind of, I think everyone's always trying to make the whole thing of making like voting and keeping the government and all that, yada, yada. Um, that's kind of, they always kind of claim that that's the, like that's the pinnacle of what we need to be doing as a society, you know, working together and stuff like that. So if you're not going to be doing your, your part to keep our, um, our ideal of, what our you know, little piece of the world should be at, then I feel like the punishment should be at an equal pinnacle, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's, it's just when you see the, like I saw something that like, they think that the 2020 election is going to be one of the biggest voter turnouts in, I think said they said since like 1916 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and that was like, I think it was like at 42%. Yeah. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Well, that's, but I mean, you know, most of the people that complain about like what you're saying, where it's like, oh, well, um, they're telling us that we have to do this and we have to vote, are the same people that seem to be, you know, more than willing to legislate people's reproductive rights. Absolutely. Like, it's like, oh, well, you, you don't want that controlled. You just want the stuff that you want controlled. And, you yeah, know, no, the, and the other side of the political spectrum is exactly the same. You know, everybody's okay with control as long as they control it's control of the thing that bothers them. Right. And which is, which is one of the real problems I think that we have in this country is that it's not about setting laws that apply to everybody. People want things just to go their way. We just want our side to win. Yeah. You just want the best ones out there that don't impact your life in the negative way. Yeah. You know, like I don't care if it impacts the life of the person three States over in a negative way. I'm not three states over. I'm here. I don't know that person. Right. You know, it's like it's out of the whole out of sight, out of mind is a huge. I think that should be. Um, I'm not sure. I think I've seen it actually ingr- uh, embroidered on the corner of the American flag. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Because <laughs> well, so many people just kind of use that as their uh, their subconscious mantra. Yeah. Um, you know, and they don't realize it until sometimes something pops up and they they have a quick awakening and some people don't want to have quick awakenings and have their you know, their shortcomings or anything kind of shown to them and then they just kind of revert back to out of sight out of mind um but yeah it's or you have somebody who says you know like uh illegal immigrants you know they have a problem with illegal immigrants well they're breaking the law they're breaking the law and there's the same person that, you know, like doesn't stop at a stop sign and speeds and all this stuff is like, well, yeah, law, we're all law. Yeah, we're all breaking the law. So it's like you either have to make it, you know, you can't do the whole give an inch thing. You know, it's like it's either got to be you follow it to the letter or you don't. You know, right. and it's like, yeah, I mean, see, you see cops driving around either talking on their phone, texting on their phone or type, typing on their goddamn <laughs> you know, console laptop. It's like, I feel like having a laptop in front of you and you're typing through there and it's the same thing, isn't it? Like, that's worse. And then you're, you know. I think that that, what's fucked about that, I think, is, you know, cops used to be able, we used to have, cops were able to be paired, you know, two Mm -hmm. cops in a car. So then one person was able to do that whether one was driving. I don't know if it's budget cuts that screwed them or whatever. Well, every force is different. You know, I know San Jose, we've got, we've been struggling with, um, with San Jose PD numbers for some time. Um, I feel like the, the county numbers are much higher 
Um, I find it's, you know, I have one of my best friends is a deputy sheriff in Santa Clara County. And every time I run across a, another deputy sheriff and, you know, in a, in a, being able to like either engage him or talk to him and be like, um, Oh, Hey, have you, you know, have you ever worked with so-and-so like who? No, come on, man. You know, like you know how many of us there are? He's like, I only know the guy I work with. That's it. Whereas the friends I have that are on the San Jose, like the city police. Yep. There's more times than not that I'll, um, be like, Oh, Hey, um, you know, you ever worked with officer so-and-so? Oh, yeah, of course. Plenty of times. And I can have that conversation with like... It. Actually, here's a story. So probably uh, a month ago, maybe. Um, I don't know if I brought this up on one of the past shows, but... Um, it's all right. My uh, sister's got, house got broken into while they were home. It was during the, during the um, day of the Kentucky Derby. Everyone's home. It's middle of the day. You know, I'm just methed out dude fucking barges through the front door. You know, the backpack and he's like shuffling around and he's like demanding, just give it to me. Fucking give it to me. My brother-in-law stands up. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the f- get the fuck out of my house. He's like, don't fucking do it. Just fuck, give it to me. He, you know, demands car keys to the car outside. So my brother-in-law goes to give him, you know, just does the whole thing. Thinks quickly, you know, doesn't make any stupid choices and has his, the wits about him. Be like, okay, yeah, just fucking, you know, take the car. Don't try to it's a car just fucking take it you know my niece is sitting right there they got a Rhodesian Ridgeback which is a giant dog that they use to hunt lions apparently meth head breaks in the house all it does is just bark at it and this guy's not phased by it and this fucking dog can bark it's a big dog it's intimidating this guy didn't give a shit dog ain't gonna do anything um so we already know that the guy just kind of doesn't give a shit. If he's unfazed by a dog like that, whether or not you know that's going to attack you or not, you should still be like, oh, shit. I didn't know that they kept fucking uh, uh, mutant horses in the side of his house. Um, so my brother-in-law gave him the keys and the Chevy Volt, you know, it's got OnStar. So he's like, I'm just going to fucking call the cops and then they'll fucking follow it with the OnStar. So naturally, cops fucking throw the fucking helicopter up there. They get on the phone with the, just like on the commercial. I don't know if you've seen that one. Um, follow the, giving them the direction. Yep, he's here now. Oh, he's turning right here. And then they had enough cops. So blah, blah, blah. And, and end of the thing is they get the guy, get the car back. And um, I got into a shark scheme after that. And then afterwards, I went over uh, by my old job downtown where I know that there's a bunch of cops that hang out. And um, I know, you know, most of them but there's sometimes there's new ones. So I go down there and I, I see him and like, Hey guys, you know, I'm like, Oh, did any of you hear about this? Uh, you know, um, little car chase. Um, cause he took him on a little bit of a chase. Um, do you hear about this earlier? You know, I was Chevy vault. Um, guy broke into a house, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I was, you know, it's at my sister's house. And, uh, one officer I was talking to, he was like, he's like, yeah, actually he's like, these two over here, and there was two new cops hanging out. And he's like, "Hey, were you guys part of that? You know that uh, that breaking entering with the the Grand Theft Auto? Like, were you part of that?" I'm like, yeah. So the th- three of the dudes that were there to arrest the guy were right. So it's like that's case in point. I just had to go to one place where I knew I could find cops, and I found the cops that arrested the guy that stole. It's like out of all of the city of San Jose, you know. Whereas if that was a county thing, I probably would never come across those guys. You know, I'd hit up my 
but he'd be like, hey, man, uh, you part of this? You see this? Nah, it's another part of, uh, we're just in uh, Westfield. They're over there on that. You know, it's like, it's like proof positive that the numbers in the San Jose police force are, um, are hurting more than the, the county. And why I felt like that's relevant to, re- relevant, relevant? Why the fuck Revelant. Yeah, that was a good movie, Revelance. I was going to say, that's a Leonardo DiCaprio film. <laughs> uh, it's late. It's tight. <sighs> you know what I saw today, speaking of law enforcement? Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, I was looking at this a few minutes ago. I was walking, and you know it's Memorial Day, so there's a lot of flags out. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen this before. I don't know if you've seen this. It's a black and white American flag with one blue line through it. Yeah, that's for um, law enforcement. Yeah, I'd never seen that before. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, I've, I've seen it starting to pop up more over the past few years. Um, but yeah, that's always been... I mean, I don't know when it started, but it's something that's been around for a while. Well, it's um, funny is this, there's this person on Quora... They're saying, you know, explaining, you know, the thin blue line. It's the line between um, order and chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like the funny thing is a lot of people display it have no clue where it comes from. Mm-hmm. I've seen it proudly flown by white right-wingers who think it's supposed to represent a show of support for Trump. I've seen it flown by lefties who think it's a show of contempt for Trump. I've also seen several people who think it's a Black Lives Matter flag. <laughs> How American is that? We don't yeah. even know what the flag means. You know what that is? That's a circle bring us right back around to ignorance. Ignorance for sure. That's why I say it's like it. you deal with ignorance rearing its head. I don't know how many times a day, you know, and it's like it's it gets out of hand to the point where, you know, because people just are are left unchecked, you know, and that circles us back to that point I always make of that's why the open dialogue conversation about things, you know, in a respectful um, manner of just being open to learning and knowing that you're not always going to be right and that it's okay to be wrong and it's okay to be ignorant. It's okay to be uneducated. It's okay not to know something. I'll never claim, I, I say this every time I start a new job, you know, because I believe that I can, you know, if I'm put in a position and I'm taught and shown things and able to, I have the wherewithal. I can probably figure out to do a lot of things. I have that capability. We all have that capability. Right. We allow ourselves to, you know, to learn. You can you can do almost anything. It's a cliche saying that people have been saying for years. Um, but I will always say right off the bat, what you guys know, I'm like, I will never ever claim to know everything. So, you know, I'll work really fucking hard and I'll figure it out. But don't worry. Like, because some people, you know, you always fake it till you make it, you know, it's like, Oh yeah. Don't just, you know, don't think that you're just going to leave me in here and I'm, I'm going to be meek and quiet and just like, Oh shit. Uh, I don't know. It's like the Joe dirt thing. I'm new. I don't know what to do. (laughs) You know? Um, But yeah, there's no shame because too many people will get it you know, into into some sticky, hairy situations, get themselves into trouble because they don't want to admit that they don't know something. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with not knowing because there's nothing more the amazing than life. Learning. Yeah, there's nothing yes. more amazing than not knowing because there's that journey and the 
the path and you, the growth and all that stuff, you learning, not only learning about that one particular thing, but you learn about yourself, you learn new ways to do something, you learn new ways on how you interact and handle a situation. And um, yeah, the ignorance thing is just such a, you know, people, people choosing to be ignorant and choosing not to acknowledge it and not admit it. And not to own up to it and be just be proud of being ignorant sometimes. Be proud of being stupid and needing to be taught something. You know, it's like, if, I don't know. It's like going back to that beginning where I was talking about finding, you know, looking for those songs. I ended up finding some of those demos. Yeah, yeah. And they are, they're awful. They're terrible. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm listening to them. It reminded me of that first time that you know, because I was, I was learning something then. It was so exciting because yeah. I didn't know what I was. You know, like I listened to music my whole life. I played guitar for a long time, but like I never really took lessons. I taught myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like songcraft and like all of these things I didn't know. These were things that I was like learning. It was so exciting, and I remember finishing stuff. And yeah, these things were terrible, but I was so eager to share them with people because. Yeah. I was so excited about it. You know, like I, I had this one, which probably of all the things I did is the only one that I would actually say that I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. But I like, oh, I think I want an orchestration here. Mm-hmm. And I had to, th- I'm like, well, how do you do orchestration? So I spent like a week listening to classical music going, okay, how do you build with strings? You know, what's, mm-hmm. what's, what's going on here? Yeah. And then listen to another one. And, and okay, I think I get it. And then went in and I made something, you know, like it doesn't sound like classical music, but I learned something about building using an instrument that's not a guitar. You know, like I know with the guitar, you want to build tension. You just start speeding up. You're picking. Yeah. You know, you're strumming. But how do you do that with the violin? You know? Yeah. And that ignorance is something I treasure. Because... No, continue, continue. Like you said, it's an adventure. You're about to go on an adventure. You should like be excited for that. Because discovery is not perfect. No, and it shouldn't be. So you're, for those like demos and things you're recording, like you're listening to it and yeah, for just plain definition of like, oh, like music and song. It's like, oh, in, in your opinion, you know, for what you wanted and maybe what's your vision or what your you heard in your head it's like oh this this is no good this is shit this isn't what i wanted but it's listening listening to it in just to the to the degree of what it was you're discovering yeah of course it's not going to sound it's not supposed to sound like that but like in that orchestration bit you know you you accomplished what it was like this needs this extra thing and you figured out how to make that extra thing in that point so in turn it actually ended up being exactly what um what you wanted it to be um maybe not something that you're uh, wanting to distribute and share and release and do all that kind of stuff but for you and your own like you know better now you know something more than you did when you started right you know and you can listen back on it now and you can kind of either remind yourself of it or kind of just refresh your uh usage of those kinds of um, moment how to how to utilize um, 
and how to acknowledge and seek those kind of moments out. Um, yeah. Well, that's why, you know, when we were talking about podcasting before, that's why I think it's really important that I listen to every episode I put out not after editing. Yeah, no. Yeah. Because I hear things as a listener where I'm like, Oh, uh, like early on, I would I learned so much about how to do this better from mm-hmm. listening to my own show. Right. I'd listen and I'd be like, oh, we never went back to that point. Yeah. Like I'm going to listen back to this and be like, I'm going to hear the beginning part of the conversation or the topic or whatever it was that you were saying that sparked me to go running down that thing that I was saying that, that I then got to and was like the fuck was I talking about? Where was I going with this? Like, I'm going to hear that. And it's like, yeah, that's going to then remind because that discovery, because that ain't perfect and that ain't beautiful. And it's going to remind me next time that, you know, if we're kind of going back and forth and it's kind of being like, I'm, I'm just trying to like double Dutch jump rope my way inside the conversation and get my point in. I'm going to have to do a little bit more steel trap on my brain to keep a, uh, keep my thoughts in line or try to not let, you know, something prior to starting the, uh, the recording to, to, to fuck with my brain thoughts. Uh, that was one of my, my biggest lessons was learning like, okay, I took, I, I took really long to get to the point of what I was saying and mm-hmm. I lost myself in it. Yeah. Mm, that doesn't work so well. Okay. Yeah. I got to learn to get to my point faster. You know, like it's all these little things, but that, you know, like not other people telling them, telling you those things, you're learning it. Yeah. You're telling yourself that. And, or there's so many, so many little lessons that I've learned along the way where I go, okay, I've, I've been repeating myself for a little bit. And also, like, I learned so much from Lamb too. I'm like, oh, you know what? Some of my favorite parts of the show are when I say something and Lamb asks me a question. Um, because, it doesn't go the direction I thought it was going to go. He sends it into another direction. Yeah. And, I, and I I liked that. So then I learned to incorporate that. And like, oh, sometimes I like to ask questions or I'll say, you know, like earlier where I'm like, oh, what, what's your thought on that? Like now I'm I'm telling you to talk. You know, like you're not waiting to jump in. I'm going, hey, go for it, man. Yeah. You know, <laughs> go fishing. <laughs> and those are all, f- it's still stuff I'm still continually learning. But, you know, like right now I'm rambling. <laughs> yeah, I caught sure. myself I mean, though. I end up fucking doing it all the time. I, but that's just because I have this uh, this need to. Um, it was a good time for your stomach to growl while you said. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that was not even like a stomach thing. That was just kind of like like the preempts of a burp. I think, which is I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I like to ensure that when I explain something or if I'm saying something that all the details possible needed, you know, are out, you know? So uh, sometimes I have to be like, okay, so for contact, I have to go back to the beginning. So it started with this, you know? <laughs> and it's like, I, I, I will do those like minute, you know, like we were here and because I saw this, it made me think of this, which then told me I needed to go here and do this and do that. And it's like, yeah, I know there's a lot of the things that I could Im- omit from uh, like a tail, it's like, but but then I'd feel like I, well, that's I, the, I might have left out a, a vital piece of information because to me, all of the bits and like they were all part of it. Like, that's the master craft of storytelling. Is you can't learning. take out you know, the line between the detail. 
I was yeah. literally oh. just thinking about this the other day, not in the context of talking, but in in writing. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about what I've uh, what I've learned about storytelling, and you know, before I would always put as many details as possible because it's enriched. Because a story with no details is fucking boring. Yeah. You know, like I went to the store and this guy tried to rob it. Right, That's yeah. an exciting story, and you just told it to me in the worst way possible. Yeah. But then you have some people who are like, and I went into the store. Um, I, have a, I have a good friend who's really good at telling too many details to where you lose the thread of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, and then there were these, then there was, you know, Mars bars and there were, and you know, like, I don't care what's on the shelf unless the shelf is going to explode or, yeah. you know, like, you know, it's, it's like, a, oh God, was it Tolstoy? He said, you know, if there's a gun hanging in scene one, it should be fired by scene three. Like, don't yeah. tell me, don't put in details unless they play into the story and it's important. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. learning that middle ground. That's, that's the hardest thing. That's, that's why I love this because every day is practice. Every day is practice of that. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I mean, my, my thing with the details is like, I'm sure I probably do it, but I try not to like focus on like that, like the unnecessary, like, and there happened to be uh I just happened to look over and notice that there was a sale tag. Um, the sale tag seemed to be printed wrong. Anyway, so which um, reminds me of my the mom. roof was on fire. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, that's unnecessary. But like, I, I the little details. I guess there's a difference between maybe, in my opinion, only um, there's a difference between like a factual tale, like me letting you know about like the meth head dude that. Um, bit me downtown. Like I'll tell you all the little details, just because each one of them that I'm saying and reciting to you is all of it is integral to what happened because it all led up to it. But if I'm telling you like a a fable, like a fictional tale that I've come up with, and there's you can you can get away with less small details and utilize the space between the big details to be that 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 space that the reader's brain will fill with connecting their own dots you know um, and, you know like when i've when i've done interviews with people on the show you know the, a lot of them when they hear the episode they're like oh my god i rambled so much i'm like that's kind of the point you know yeah. <laughs> like if if there's no rambling in a podcast we don't have a podcast because what well, i think a lot of people maybe who don't listen to podcasts a lot and i think even some people who make podcasts don't realize this is there's two kinds of podcasts you know there's the what i call audio documentaries mm-hmm. which are like perfectly edited you know it's mm-hmm. down to like 15 minutes you yeah. know it's npr beautiful amazing that's information. It's a documentary. It's just yeah. done with audio. Yeah. But then there's what I actually call a proper podcast, which is this, you know, people talking and rambling. Yeah. Um, because we're not listening. And I say we, because I'm a podcast listener. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not listening to a podcast to be wrapped with every word that's being said. Yeah. Going back to what I said earlier, we're doing other shit while we're listening to this. So somebody rambling, yeah, I'm going to probably space out and miss part of their story, but I'll come back in and that's okay because it's a voice in the background and that's really what I want. See, that's, that, that is my introduction to like really hearing podcasts was when I started working with two, two guys that I work with now. Um, 
you know, I walk in the room and they just have podcasts going in the background. Um, and there's times where I'll be sitting there working with um, one of them and I'll be listening to it. You know, I'll have, you know, the one on that I, I like them, you know, more than the other. And uh, I'm kind of able to do the thing because he can't have silence. So he has to have it on. So it just, he needs it just for having that background noise where I can sit there in silence and work and do things. And I've got enough going on inside my brain that there's plenty of noise. Um, so there'll be times where I'll start laughing about something or being like, Oh shit. And like, you know, reacting to what was said and he'll be like, what? Oh, I wasn't paying attention. I mean, he's like, it's just background noise. It's like, I just yeah. need noise. You know, and it's the same thing if you put music on. It's like, what song was just on? Oh, I don't know. I just knew that there was something going on, you know? So, um, but that's the beauty about it being, you know, a recorded thing. You can just kind of go back and, oh, what did I miss? Oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, I'll do that with Rogan all the or time. Or if it's, yeah. It's like three but, hours long. So sometimes I'm not paying attention the whole three hours and I'm like, wait, what are they talking about? Yeah, oh, or something interesting. Something that they said like came through all of that and yeah. grabbed you, you know, and all of a sudden it just like you, it couldn't, your ears and your mind just could not help but latch on to that one thing, you know, like even it's though like it's background noise, says your name or something. You yeah. Watch. It's always background noise, but even background noise, you're, you're still paying attention to it. You know, yeah. that's like, why you the know, whole multitasking thing is, is so insidious, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm I'm doing two things at once. Mm, yeah. Brain's really frying right now. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know, it's I've had a lot of conversations lately with, with people about like how to like with talking and like communicating and I struggle with communicating with some people lately and it sucks because um I don't want it to like, you know, interfere with um how you either have whatever type of relationship you have with that person. Like you don't want it to suffer. You just don't want to like have it turn to you just disliking the person or um, Are we talking about politics here. No, just, just how it's more about how you talk, mm. you know, like, like I, I've made the, the point of saying like, I, it's not a hundred percent of the time, but I tend to like, if I'm talking to somebody, I mean, it's hard through text because the way text is, is like, you know, if you have those, there's those people that text one long thing, you know, mm-hmm. like you just say something and you have one thing to say and you said one type oh, of multi bubblers or yeah, the, I hate that. Like I had a, my, my like friend, how do I know when you're done? Well, that's the thing. And then what it does is it makes it so you can't have a, a normal flowing conversation. Yeah. You have to, um, like, it doesn't have threading like in Slack. So what I, what I, so what I say, around. so the point I, you know, had to make to people is like, you know, I, I can handle that and I'll, I'm not saying like change the way you t- talk to me or it's like just <laughs> let you know like I like things conversations like this to go linear you know it's like in order but that's just what I'm comfortable with I can do the other ones but what I can't usually handle is there's certain people that you talk to you meet that and it's it's not a knock on them but it's just it's hard if you can't communicate with somebody, you can't communicate with them. You know, it's like, there's nothing, it's like oil and water kind of stuff, like not compatible, just how it works where it's just kind of whatever they got going on in their head or whatever. It's just so random. It's not even like, like jumbled. It's just, 
stream of consciousness type talking. Yeah, as if there's one of you had forgotten about a conversation you were having earlier and the other one refers to it and you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like as if as if you and I were talking and then all of a sudden in the midst of just talking, I was just like, oh, so did you put mayonnaise on it? What? what, what? On, on what? <laughs> on on the sandwich. What 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 sandwich? Oh, like never mind. It's like it's what like you, they, what the where the fuck did that come from? It's, it's like, like they have an there might have, shuffle. <laughs> yeah, there might have been a mention of a sandwich three days ago. You know, kind of I thing. have a friend who does that. And it's like very well. Where it's like, wait, what? And then then when they tell you what they're referring to, you always I mean, they, I don't think they mean to, but they always no, they don't. look at you like you're an idiot. You know, like you, you don't remember that we were just talking about a sandwich? Like, mm-hmm. you're like, but uh, no, I don't because that was like 14 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. There's been nine different topic changes since then. It's yeah, like we that, were that, just the sandwich about... talk is not, but that's what I mean is like the compatibility of how the mind works. You know, well, like I think you... what it is is those people are making connections internally and mm-hmm. they don't realize that they're not doing it externally. Right. Like I remember I met somebody that every conversation that would start um, would be as if we were already mid hour long conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, I either I've got a serious mental problem where I'm losing hours of my life or we need to, we need to start back at the beginning because you're, you're on chapter five and I'm not even past the preface. Yeah, talking about things that I had to learn in this podcast, but this is also something I applied to life. Is I would I would do that a lot, where I would start not a, an hour long conversation, but you know, like say I have a, a point, yeah. and there's there's three three parts to it. I would start with part two, and then mm-hmm. realize I'd started with part two, yeah, and then go back and tell part one, and then jump to part three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so this guy, he's on the street. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this guy. He lives three houses down from me. Okay. So the guy is, <laughs> and, yeah. and the only thing I, I still do it, but what I learned is just as long as I repeat part two, mm-hmm. it works. Well, that's kind of, that's, that's what I mean when I say like the linear thing is because the last thing I want is like, I, if I'm talking to this, you know, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you because I want to talk to you because I'm interested in what it is that we're going to be talking about. So I don't want to get confused and I don't want to get thrown off and I don't want to miss anything. Right. So I, I just want to make sure that I I keep up and I know everything that's happening. Um, and if you know if you get flooded with too much info at once, you know someone like me, if I'm trying to like process one thing and it's really got my brain you know working overtime then i can overlook something you know because how many times have you ever been with someone like you didn't answer my question well what 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 question and you go back and there's like amidst the like five other things you're talking about there's one question but you didn't get a chance to answer it because you were still working on the other top thing. you know it's like um i mean that is i guess a benefit of text is you can just kind of go back and scroll through the conversations not like when you're verbally talking to someone, you can just right. hold on. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, now we're going. Um, but you know who I feel bad for? As you mentioned that, I don't know why I thought of this. And I must have been, must have been like six or seven years ago. Maybe, maybe not even. Maybe five. 
Not that it matters too much. I had just put out my book of poetry and I think it was the Metro sent over someone to interview me. And <laughs> I was still drinking at the time. Mm. And my friend Carlos and I went to Stevie's mm-hmm. and we had a fair amount of drinks before the guy even showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy showed up and I wasn't drunk, but I was definitely buzzed. We were having fun. And so we wanted him to relax before we did the interview thing. So we bought him a drink and we, you know, we have a few more drinks with this guy before we even start. And then the interview sees us. So should we go outside and do the interview? And I, I, I must have talked to the guy for like, it was like a short piece. I must have talked to him for like an hour. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what the fuck I was saying. Yeah. And, and he was recording it. Of so I'm thinking, you know, number one, God, there's, there's a recording of that somewhere yeah. out there. Yeah. But then having been in his position, having, you know, like done articles for magazines before, mm-hmm. sifting through that and going, okay, so what of this diarrhea <laughs> can I, can I form into at least a solid turd? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, no, I, I'm trying to think if I have anything of that nature. No, Mike and I did... Um a little interview thing for the gone show one time. And I, I mean, I wasn't prepared for it. I maybe had had, you know, one or two beers before that. Um, and yeah, it was, and also too, I didn't know that I was going to be doing it for him. So I wasn't in like the mindset of like, um, like talking and being like, you know, in a promotive sense of like trying, you know, and, but also trying to be like secretive of the show. And so I can't remember the context of it, but it was like, there's a recording of that somewhere. And I'm sure anybody that hears it and knows nothing of what the show is, is going to be like, fuck gave these two hacks or this fucking, I mean, anything <laughs> that I said, it's like, you know, just, I think my Mike, you know, can do that stuff with his eyes closed asleep. Um, because your eyes are closed when you're asleep. Um, <laughs> in case, I'm in case anybody needed to know that. Oh uh, man, that just that's that sums my day up right there. Like, way my brain that up, somewhere. There is. It's gonna be. It's, yeah, me fucking up Colin's last name and that. That's, that's you're the awesome. only one who will remember those things. <laughs> you keep reminding people of them because <laughs> I don't. I because I don't want. I, it needs to be reminded because. Our faults sometimes are our greatest um, uh, champion champions of, of of progression. And okay, well, let's do it one more time, Francesetto. Yeah, well, you said that's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, well, we know the clock on the wall says we're at two hours, my friend. Yeah, another one. Another another deucer. Another one. Another one. <laughs> another one in the can. Yeah. Um, I don't if know if we haven't talked you, about poo enough. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed. I sent you two more things of the conscious. I did. So I this, the, you, the video zoom. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Because so that's the actual picture that I was shown. So that was taken. Um, yeah, it's hard to see them at first. It took me right a little because while. you don't know because you're just like okay that's cool and then you slowly zoom in and then because the 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 one in the middle like the focused one. Like he almost looks like, like his eyebrows are kind of like he's kind of concerned. 
uh-huh. knows something bad is coming. Like, <laughs> is coming. And then if you go down to the bottom one, he's just kind of one eye, just kind of side eye looking out. The fuck is going on? Where the hell are we? And then the one behind him is almost got like a, it's probably not a mouth, but it's almost like a shocked face. Um, <laughs> and I don't think in there is so weird looking too. It is. But like you see tongue. what I mean? Yeah. And he's also the middle one. He's kind of cross-eyed. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, the videos was kind of necessary because otherwise you're like, where am I looking? Oh, you know, but that's the thing. It's like, you'd walk <laughs> up and you wouldn't notice that. And then it's like upon further inspection. And I'm not sure I'd have to ask, um, I'm not sure if it was something that was noticed at the time in person or if it was going back later and looking at the photos that then it was noticed um, that there's eyeballs. I could see you going, that is a weird looking texture there. And then zooming in going, whoa, eyeballs. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's that's gross actually looking. Gross and beautiful at the same time. It's weird. Um, Show notes once again, guys. Um, I would compare it to a vagina. (laughs) Uh, there's, there's only there's one one letter difference between conch and cooch. Oh, that's true. Oh, so. now that can't be the title of the episode, but I love it if it was. <laughs> you get a hey, you'd get a whole new slew of uh, um, people clicking play off that title. Oh, what's this all about? And that's why I don't have social media because then backlashes from stuff like that can't reach me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to find Mr. Tom, where can they find you? Uh, on Instagram is the only real place you're going to find me. And it's, uh, at, do we even still have to like have to say verbally at. say at? Because I think everybody knows that there's a goddamn at symbol. No, it's like, it's like www. Like, come well, on. Because you don't even put it the at. Like, if you go and search on Instagram, you don't put the at symbol. You just put, put the name. Yeah, no, that's true. It's, so it's sir.beardo. Not we're going with dot instead of period this time. We, is that what I did last? I thought I did. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we made a big period thing. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Dot sounds better. <laughs> yeah. Sir. Dot the symbol. Quote, yeah. The little beardo. B-E-A-R-D-O. Um, and you'll just see nonsense. You know, you'll see me post. Uh, so pictures of you punching yourself in the face. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good one. But just you know, like me in different scenarios, like me as different characters in uh, Princess Bride, me as uh, pissing Calvin, right, right. That uh, me as Chewbacca, um, you know, whatever I kind of like, me as uh, Burt Reynolds in the nineteen seventy six Cannonball Run. Well, he's, he's naked on the bear bear rug. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Sexy. Yeah. Um, I also want to encourage like them to go to your profile on the Random Badassery site, which is randombadassery.fireside.fm. It's in the show, but just in case, um, so that they can click over and check out some of your music. Yeah, so um, you can check out my old band from back in the old day. Old stuff with Ben. With Ben Henderson. Benderson. Ben, yeah. Um, Delta Activity. Um, you'll find two on uh, iTunes. There's uh, Happy is the New Sad and the original uh, release of Ill Fated, which the band was actually called Ill Fated and the CD was entitled Delta Activity. But 
felt like dun, a, dun, dun. a name change should happen. So it's like, well, we like that name for a band. So we'll just call the band Delta Activity and the CD would be called Ill Fated. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you'll Were find you those the on there. On that one? I was not at that time. I had played with them before. Um, but then I think, like how I explained once before, uh, I was a little bit too young at that time. Um, my friend Dave was in the guitar um, position at that time, who is now in the other band I'm in, Fiction, the anti-pop. Me and my cousin Nick, who was the guitar player in Delta, and Dave, who was also the guitar player in Delta. Like, we're now in a band together. Um, Paul. Which from, I was listening to, by the way, the other day. I really dig it. Yeah, it's different. You know, it's it's instrumental, and it's, uh, you know, it's just pure musical expression. And it's kind of, we just let it be whatever it is when it comes out. You know, it's like, you got the, the Hillbilly-esque on acid song. You got the surfers on acid song you know it's all there's a lot of lots of acid lots of acid references um and titles and things but it's like it's just kind of the vibe and the mood that you're getting off it you know it's like it's chill out music it's um you know some of it's got a little bit of you know speed and rage to it um but yeah that's that one you can find um I think it's all on Spotify, Fiction and Delta. You should be able to find on Spotify. Um, and I think they're on Apple Music too. I know Fiction. Apple, uh, it should be. I That's believe. where I listen to it. So oh, okay, yeah, okay. So you know, um, you know better than I do on that. <laughs> um, yeah, so you got those. Um, That's those the projects that I'm working at currently. Um, the last thing we did, we put out. We did. It's called Controlled Chaos. Um, I think we might actually go in and try to re remaster that one a little bit kind of fine-tune it and do some better stuff since you know you're always learning there's no reason why you can't revisit i mean fucking pink floyd did it why can't we exactly Um, but yeah that's uh and hoping to have some more um, projects coming up i'm gonna definitely finally get around to forcing myself to just kind of record just my own solo shit and i'll have yeah i think you should create a patreon i am i'm going to be uh creating a patreon for the discussion so I'm we going are. to look into figure out how that works and what comes along. I'll, I, I know, yeah. I mean, I know porn people do Patreons. That's, I mean, I don't and know if what it's else good I, enough for porn, they they are the benchmark. They're the ones. They are the pioneers. Are you saying that you are the VHS to their Betamax? Uh, yes, <laughs> that's where I feel like I'm at right now. And just uh, so everybody knows, we we sw- swapping things up a little bit with the Patreon, um, and. Nothing's changing at the address or whatever, any of that stuff. That Patreon, that's mine. Um, Tom's going to have his own, and I think we're, if you and I can do it, we're going to convince Lamb to have his own too. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do some convincing with old Lamb. It pushes us, pushes each of us to um, dig into something other than just the podcast. It's really dig into our personal creativity. Yeah. Um, so right now, it's all linking to mine, but uh, because that was the show one. But soon I'm going to create, once everybody else has their own Patreons, I'm going to create a page on my website, Holy Fool Productions, that links to all three of those so that when you click in Overcast on Support the Show, it goes to a page with a choice for all three. So you can choose which of us you want to support um, in our creative endeavors beyond the show. It's going to be wonderful. Um, I'm, I'm... just so into Patreon right now. I've just been, I have so many crazy ideas of stuff I want to do. So I'm excited. That's my social media. 
So I don't have social media. If you guys want to see pictures that you might see somebody post on an Instagram, I put them on my Patreon with a little title or stuff like that. Uh, if I little journals that would someone would consider a blog, I put them on my Patreon. So that's my plug from my Patreon. And uh, I don't think I have anything else to say or promise, yeah, no. except that we will get better. <laughs> will we? And we'll also get worse. <laughs> of course we will. I barely drank tonight, so um, maybe that's the problem. One tea and three LaCroix, and I don't have to pee. Something's going on. <laughs> you are going to wet the bed. Ooh. All right, yeah. babies. Bye-bye. Adios. This is Rambling Bad Ass Rules.